Mama! Mama! We made it! What it, what it, what it do though? Ladies and gentlemen, the Mama We Made It boys are back with it 2018, Nushi. You got your boy Nushi over here. We got Roushi in the building. in the building, and we have an extra special guest. It's an absolute honor to have him on the podcast. My brother Justice from Love Renaissance. Welcome. Give it up for Justice. Mama! Yeah. You feel me? Welcome. Uh, it's 2018. Thank you, guys. It's an absolute pleasure, bro. Um, I really, you know, and we were talking about this earlier, what I love about being able to even have this conversation with you is, is you know, kind of digging beneath the surface and humanizing the actual journey. Because very few people outside of one's inner circles get to know and get to experience, you know, the, the actual journey. Right as opposed to seeing all of, uh, you know, the accolades or the experiences. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, uh, you know, there's such a lack of depth to that Mm -hmm. because everybody compares themselves to, you know, our best selves Mm -hmm. as opposed to understanding how, you know, similar all of our paths really are. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just bringing a touch of vulnerability to this process and hopefully, you know, we get to touch some young kids' minds or just, you know, anybody that, that's able to, to gain from this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think like, when you look at all the successes in life, yeah, know, obviously, whether it be, like, your favorite people or people you don't even care about. Yeah. You know, like, there's always that, like, that linear, that linear path that, like, if you look at it, there's all these amazing things that say this is the reason why I succeeded, but it's only always a few reasons why they failed. Timing and circumstance and like e- even a matter of luck, you know what I'm saying? Like plays a part into somebody's story, but as far as failure, you know, like that only like comes down to like a certain like, you know, principle. I feel like, you know, it's always good to romanticize with like, you know, our best self because, you know, that is what keeps us moving. It's always ironic, like, you know, when I'm in the street or just like weird when I'm in the street, like, yo, like, Somebody will walk up to me like, yo, Justice from LVRN. I'm like, yeah. And, and they were like, yo, like, I really fuck with y'all doing, like, da-da-da. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, bro, like, we haven't done anything. But it's just like, sometimes, like, you know, I was just, you know, I had a conversation with my girl, like, the other day. And, you know, it came up and it was just like, we'll be in the middle of talking to somebody from back home or to a family member. And we'll almost forget, like, where we came from, right? So wrapped in it. And it's not because, like you mean to or you want to be Hollywood or you're just like or you're jaded it's just like nah like just being a part of the process or being in the process you get so like wrapped up in it that you forget that like me five years ago would be super excited to meet me now absolutely you know what I'm saying wow. like, if I was in the street like yo like walking in the street like yo da 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 damn that's the guy who manages one of my favorite artists or like who has a label that I really fuck with you know what I'm saying like I'll be super excited super nervous and it's funny because, like, it always takes, like, a second to just, like, reflect and, like, really see what's happening. Absolutely. But, like, I want to say the year is... When did Kendrick drop Section 80? Was it 2010? That was... I want to say 2010. Or 2012. Or Might be 11. 11, I 11? Yeah. Anyways. So, I remember... Obviously, you know, like being like a super like music head and being into it early. Yeah. You know, before like before like the hipster underground really like took like a thing like, you know, like obviously like I was a kid of the Internet. So like, you know, I was kind of like in it. Absolutely. So, you know, 
Kendrick dropped Section 80, and he uh, and he did a show in Atlanta. And in Atlanta, like there was just like there was kind of like a hipster circuit, right? Like that kind of left the center artists that wanted to come to town, like when Kendrick would come to town, or like when Rocky would come to town, or just like like J Cole would come to town, Wale would come, you know, like that little vibe, yeah, right? Yeah. When they would come to town, like there was a circuit where like they would do like they would do this uh this boutique where like they'll do like a meet and greet in Atlanta called Fly Kicks, and then like they'll do the show at night. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know just that Absolutely. was like the little yeah, vibe the or whatever. So so Kendrick came to Atlanta. It was 2011, came to Atlanta, and in my head, I'm like, he dropped Section 80. Mind you, he's not that big. Yeah. But in my head, I already know. I'm like, yo, he's the biggest artist in the world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. when you hear that level of music, that level of talent, you're just like, yo, it ain't like, it's just a matter of time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Facts. So, but in my head, he's like the biggest artist of all time. So, anyways, um, he drops Section 80. He's coming to Atlanta. Um, he has this fly, fly Kicks meet and greet. I'm working with this artist, this rapper at the time. His name is A-Rise. Um... And I'm like, I right, bet, like, you know what I'm saying, my head, like, like, trying to put two and two together, like, all we need is a Kendrick feature, and we on, you know what I'm saying, yeah. we on, like, that's all we need, you know what I'm saying, like, like, like we, we made it, like, it's all we need, you know what I'm saying, so, like, if we can make this one thing happen, bong. it'll all be good, you know what I'm saying, bong, so, like, he's like, yeah, you know how these guys be, da-da-da, I'm like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you understand, like, he's from Compton, like, the da like, you know what I'm saying, like, he's from, like, in my head, like, just, like, yeah. putting you had it all together, mapped you know out, so, I pull up, I pull up to this, uh, to the, to the event, the Flykick sneaker store. Um, it's this long line. You know what I'm saying, I wait in the line. I get to the front. You know, like it's like at the front is Kendrick sitting on top of a couch. Um, I forget who's next to him, and then Dave Free was sitting like like to the left of him, and then somebody else. Um, so I walk up, and you know, like whoever you know I'm saying, Kendrick's sitting there. He got a, he got his hoodie on, same way how he is now, super low key, understated. And so I, like I walk up, I'm like, yo, Kendrick, like did a dial, like love your work, did a dial, like I'm a super fan, like you know, start naming all the records. Like, he's like, yo, man, I really appreciate, it. I really appreciate. It. Um, and I was like, yo, you know, you always got to like just do the shameless plug. Yeah. Stuff, like, <laughs> I, I drop, like, yo, I got this artist, did a dial, like I think, like you know, what I'm saying, like y'all should work. He's like, bro, like anything for you. So wow. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, it's lit. We on. And he's like, he's like, all right, he's like, uh. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my manager that he was pointing at Dave. He's like, yo, just like, get his contact. So, so I, I move over to to the vibe and um and Dave uh Dave is sitting there and um and I'm like, yo, like you know, I just spoke to Kendrick. He's like, yo, like let me just get your number. Da da da. He's he's willing to do the song. Dave's like, I right, bet for sure. Mm. Take my, you know, what I'm saying, take my take my my math and take my uh, my email. Bang. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, how do I play this? Like, like is it like be super thirst? Or be like, give a little bit of space. Like, yeah. it's not a girl. You know what I'm saying? It's business. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's like, how do you really the courtship play? process? The question. So I'm just like, all right, whatever. So, so um, I, I just, I, I, cool. I'm, I'm just waiting a day. So I just waited a day. Um, then I, I pick up the phone and um, I call the number that Dave gives me. And it's just a fucking Google Voice number. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> damn. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, like when you when um when you call the number it says like, you know, the Google voice number for don't worry and Kendrick's voice cannot come to the phone this moment. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, damn, this nigga hit me with a Google voice. That's that's <laughs> fucked. But anyways, I just say all that to say that like it's funny fast forward like how low key and how underground even Kendrick was, but the old me was so excited to even meet him and meet Dave Absolutely. that I'm forgetting that like I'm not nowhere yet. I mean, I'm not like where I want to be yet, but yeah. like the progress, you know, I got to start to learn to appreciate the moments a little bit. One yeah. billion percent. Yeah, yeah. But I, f- I feel like, you know, it's crazy that you say that because we have to kind of take it back to like when we were children, right? Because I truly feel like a child's mind 
is the most special mind because it's literally a blank slate. Right. Right. When we come out of the womb, when we go to school, like we're not in kindergarten knowing that, you know, Kevin is black and mm -hmm. fucking, you know, Jing Wong is Korean. Right. We just know them as human beings. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And we're always just like soaking things in. Right, right. And then as we kind of grow older and our ambitions kind of rise and like our likes and our wants and just the way that the world is and the way that the world affects us, we really build these, I guess, paradigms and force fields mm -hmm. that that really take the joy out of things, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know when they tell you, like, in college, like, yo, like, in, in, appreciate this because mm -hmm. when you get to the real world, it becomes real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when, they like, you, when, when they tell you that? <laughs> they tell you that in my school. Appreciate what? My mom told me, enjoy college because that's your break. Oh, you know what I'm nah. saying? Oh, your mom told you that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, bro. Nah. But, but like, I feel you. But for me, like, I feel like, you know, one of the biggest things that, we kind of lose along the way is that curiosity mm -hmm. and just that joy of these little moments. Right. Right. Cause like even you had that experience with dot and Dave then. Right. Right. That, that all comes around full circle. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and in that moment it's like, a, Oh shit. But then when it comes back to light, it becomes something even more special, but we have to get there first. Mm -hmm. I really want to take it back to when you were a, a child, mm -hmm. You grew up in Atlanta, no? Yeah. How was that for you as a kid? Like, what was childhood like for you? Um, it was interesting because it was two part, right? Childhood was two part. It was, um, because it's funny now, like, you know, like the other day we went to like some um some spot in Santa Monica, Santa Monica to go talk to a psychic, and she like she had brought something like full circle for me. I was like, oh shit, and she was kind of crazy. But anyways, childhood. Hold on, hold on, sidebar. What's a psychic like though? Uh, I was with my girl and she just like she was like yo like let's just go see a psychic and like right. we went like separately and just like was it your first time? Oh uh, it was my second time first time was with her too but yeah oh. it's it just like right. I don't know it's like it's interesting because you go in all naive yeah. and like and skeptical about it and granted I still am a bit but yeah. most importantly how I take it how I take it is like it's like how almost like how I view religion for a second it's just like where like there's knowledge in there, absolutely, it might not all be true. Absolutely, take it with a grain of salt and apply it to however you however you apply it to. But there's something there, yeah. right? So, Facts. um, I mean, obviously she has an intuition that I could never have. Absolutely. So let me like try and figure and understand what she's seeing because yeah. like it might be something on me that I don't see. Mm. Um, which leads me to like you know like what she was saying was, you know how she brought something full circle for me. But like childhood was two part because it was like. Part one was understanding like the real dynamic in my parents and really understanding like really understanding how their relationship almost affects me now. Yeah. And I'm going to say this because for two reasons. One reason, my dad, right? Super ambitious, you know, um, you know, he's he's originally from Ghana. Um, so, you know, has has the immigrant mentality, Absolutely. right? It's just like, you know, like he came here off of a scholarship because he was very smart. Wow. Like, so like he came here and went to Iowa University. And mind you, like, people don't get to come to America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just don't. Yeah. It was to pull up with nobody, not, not knowing anybody. You Absolutely. Know so he came here from like, you know, super extreme temperatures in Africa and to go to fucking Iowa <laughs> and have to like endure that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did that. Extreme colds. Extreme colds. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, where it defeated him, and he was like, all right, cool, I got to relocate, move to Atlanta. Mm. He moved to Atlanta, went to school at Georgia State, and um, 
anyways, um, that was like that's just like a glimpse of like you know like like his motivation and how willed he how willed he was. He started a couple of businesses. Um, some went well, some failed. Like you know what I'm saying? It was like, but it was just that you know that go getter mentality that like I always you know like admired. You know, Absolutely. when it came to him. Um, I didn't see him much because he was always traveling, always moving. Wow. Um, especially just like in like the key times where it was just like ages like eight through or like ages like yeah eight through like twelve, where it's just like you're starting to like trying to understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, how'd that affect you? Like as a, like looking back at it, like or, or just what what was that like for you at um, that time? At that time, I just thought it was cool. Got it. You know, because like what I what I liked and what I looked up to was like. Just like kick ass shit. Like, you know, like you're always on a fucking plane. You're always traveling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, like he, he had it's a like bo- your superhero. Yeah, exactly. He had a boutique. So, like, you know, like he was like, like he bought clothes. Like, when he'll come home, it'd just be a bunch of clothes. Like, he like, so it was just like kick ass shit. It was like, all right, cool. Like, my dad's cool than yours. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at yeah. least I had that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't understand, like, you know, like the lack of, the lack thereof of, you know, just having like that constant, you know, not to say father figure because he was there. Yeah. Um, but just that lack of like father figure to match the energy of my mom, right? Mm-hmm. Because when I was young, when I was young, in my head, like when I was like eight, nine, in my head it was just like my dad. I was his favorite because it was me and two brothers. In my head, that's how that's how it always felt. Like yeah. I was like like the middle son. You know what I'm saying? Like he just saw so much potential in me. Yeah. In my head, this yeah. is what I is what I always saw. And then my mom was mean to me. Right, so it was just like it just felt like I almost was like it almost felt like I was a daddy's boy, yeah, more so than a than a mama's boy. Got it. And then, anyways, so fast forward, they they had a rocky relationship, obviously personal reasons. Over time, it started to change where it was like me and my mom got super close. Oh wow! And now I was forced to kind of pick sides. Almost just a little bit. So it was just kind of weird. What, what age did that like happen? Was that more like um, high school? That was more so like thirteen. Okay, like kind of like just like the like kind of like the tipping point, you know, for like trying to be an adult almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just trying to like just find out who you are and like trying to figure out what you know what moves you, what doesn't move you. But um, fast forward. I mean, I just kind of just gave you that backstory just to say that uh, my childhood what I realized that like it gave me and what I realized that I, it also lacked was it gave me the sense of trying to, it gave me the sense of, of trying to understand um, and trying to balance the two sides, which is the, I'm going to go get it, da, 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 da. And like, I'm also just here for family. Yeah. Right. And, um, and yeah, like, I don't know. I, I'm just, I guess I'm trying to just process it all because like it's coming again full, Absolutely. full, full circle Absolutely. and I'm just like trying to like process it all. But yeah, it's just like I always I always remember, you know, like I always remember though the difference, the difference in my parents. And like this is when I started to realize when it started to switch a little bit, when it started to realize was, you know, like parents, you know, and I love my parents, but like just sheer honesty, parents always, you know, put what they fail to do. And mm. their and their insecurities, they put it on you. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? 100%. Granted, because they do want to protect you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's their goal. Yeah. But we're human. Yeah. At the end of the day, like your failures are not gonna determine my failures. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like don't place that on me. Cause I remember like 
you know, like I would be like 12, like I said, 12, 13, when I was like, trying to figure out who I was, what I wanted to do with my life, da da da. You know, like randomly, like I would say, like, yo, like, you know, like, because like I looked up to Jordan and to Jordan, obviously, you know, Jordan and Puff, like those yeah. are my guys. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yo, I want to be like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should like be a lawyer. Like, that was his vibe. You know what I'm saying? Now, I feel like parents always like err on the side of stability. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And, and you know, it's it's one of those things where looking back at it now, like it was so frustrating. It's so frustrating for us as kids, especially like ambitious kids right. that have like the world of dreams, right. like and just really want to go out there and get <laughs> right. it. Um, and it's one of those things where it's just like when I look back at it now especially with with my parents Mm -hmm. is that all they wanted was for me to be stable and and independent and healthy right but like it's super scary for a parent to have a kid that's a dreamer because there are those that dream and attain and there are also those that dream just for the sake of dreaming and like fall off right you know what i'm saying i mean look at it this way right look at it this way look at this way and this is just how I looked at it, where I was like, I, I can't be mad at you. Yeah. Nobody ever has a kid, and their dream is for their kid to be rich and super wealthy. For their, sure. Their dream is for just sure. for their kids That's a fact. to not be a failure. Yeah. That's just all it is. It's and like just to be happy. And just, though. you know what I'm saying? Just to yeah. be happy and be healthy, yeah. right? That's it. And, and not pass before they do, right? That's, yeah. all, that's all they Absolutely. want, right? Literally, that's it. Absolutely. That's all they want. Yeah. So it's just like, how can I keep my kid as secure in this bubble so they don't get hurt? And you don't fuck up like how I fucked up, and we keep them as rigid as possible mm-hmm. to to like to alleviate any room for error. Yeah, because that's not what we need for you know, sure as parents. And yeah, like you're you're right. Like as a dreamer, like bro, it, on paper it doesn't make sense. No, like it doesn't make sense. Like like I remember having this conversation even to this day three years ago when I went because my dad lives in Ghana, so I went to Ghana like three four years three years ago, like literally in the midst of. St- Things starting to happen for me. Yeah. And he's still like, bro, why are you not going to school? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> why are you upset? Because I'm just like you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, bro, you used to do the same thing. The only yeah. difference is I'm not going to feel like you. Wow. And he's like, nah, but you got to understand. Like, I had a lot of money. I fucked it up. Da-da-da. Money comes and goes. And I'm like, yeah, but we're just not the same. Yeah. Like, I learned from you. I learned from yes. your mistakes. You feel me? Like, yes. and you're not going to put that on me. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that was a real conversation that I had to have with him. I had to have with him. And, um. Was and, that was that a liberating conversation for you? Uh, yes and no because like you know like you know he's just like he, you know he's like a guy of like respect and like yeah you know what I'm saying like my son is just like going out here just failing at life and just like doesn't want to listen to me and I'm just like nah bro you know yeah. what I'm saying like nah like you know what I'm saying and like and I'm and I'm, I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna prove you wrong and that just is what it is and like you know we still can be cool like you know what I'm saying like absolutely you, you, you uh, can still come chill yeah and you feel me so when did you first start to to recognize yourself kind of as a dreamer and not falling in to kind of the the structured way that maybe your parents made you feel when was that like what did was it just that's day one day that's one. day one I mean like so I, you've always been like that yeah I was I, it was one of those things to where like you know like. I did, I did, um, um, it was one of those things where, like, I was, when I was in school, like, elementary school, middle school, not, not middle school, elementary school more so, um, I would go to school, barely want to wake up, where, like, where we had a, we had a driver that, like, drove us to school, and, um, and he would have to literally, like, put me on his shoulder <laughs> to take me to school, right? To take me to fucking school. For sure. And it was just like that intense, right? Yeah. And I go to school, 
and I was just like, only thing I'll be waiting for, I'll be waiting for was the time to just play basketball. That's all I'll be waiting for. Mm-hmm. And like, and you know, like my teachers, you know, like, well, just like, you know, yeah, he's not really going to be much like, you know, like who's the failures. And I was like, nah, y'all just don't understand. It's just like my gifts are elsewhere. Like it, it's not. And you were cognizant classroom, of that. Very cognizant of it because of the people that I looked up to. You know what I'm saying? It was just like just the role models that I had and like just like understanding like, you know, like understanding that you're able to tap in and to make things of your mind and anything's possible and understanding that like what the lane that they that they, that they pay for you is not the only lane. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And understanding that is just like like I remember I used to be obsessed with Mugs, Muggsy Bogues. Y- y'all remember that yeah, guy? He was like yeah. five, yeah. five. Yeah. Or something. He was like, he was in the league. Muggsy was so lit. And yes. I was, and he could dunk. Exactly. Yeah. And, could dunk. and I was just like, you can't tell me shit. I if he can you. do it, I can do it. Yeah. And it was just that much like that much of like self belief. I, I don't know where it really came from, mm. but just that much self belief. I'm just like, nah, fuck that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we gonna get it. And you know, I, I remember I used to go home and like my clothes would be super dirty because I would play so hard. Mm. Yeah. I just like like I'll play basketball, play kickball, whatever it was. I'll just play so hard, and that was where my joy came from when it came to school. You know, and like and it was never like in the actual academics of it. Granted, you know, when I got older. You know, it was just like, all right, cool. Let me just do this and like, you know, what I'm saying, like, just like make my parents happy. But it was never like something I wanted to. But like, I always knew that, like, you know, my path was different. I remember one day I broke my, I broke my parents' heart. Like, it was like in a sophomore in high school, and like, you know, time for like starting study for SATs. And I was just like, bro, there's no point in me taking SATs. I don't even want to go to college. Wow. Broke their heart. You know, what I'm saying, my dad was like. Took that shit and I traveled. Like I traveled yeah. to the whole family back home. Like yeah. that was that. Like that was that that bomb. But I didn't even know I meant to say that. Like it just happened. Yeah. I didn't even know that like, that it rang like that. Yeah. Till like he told me this. Like I think it was like a year ago. He's like, "Damn, do you remember you said that?" And I was like, "Yeah." Like, but it's just like I did go to school and I ended up dropping out. I went to school obviously because like it was just like there. Yeah. But and I when I was there I was just like bro like this this is stupid like I was I'm I was gonna come to the point where I'm just am I gonna live the life that I want to live or am I gonna live for somebody else absolutely you know what I'm saying it's just like but rather than school what do you want to aspire to be for me it was always a learning process I had to understand myself and I had to understand what my passions were mm-hmm. and that was what I was gonna follow right it wasn't about the end goal mm-hmm. it wasn't about how much money I made it wasn't about how much security yeah. that it came with it was just about it was just about me waking up and enjoying my life every day. Mm. That's crazy. Right? That's, a, that's so, a young age to, to have So that I, I just had to figure out what the passion was, what I loved the most, right? And just like, just like to bring it back, rewind to what he said. is like when you're a kid, it's a blank slate. Yeah. yeah. When you're a kid, somebody asks you what you want to be. I want to be a fireman. Why? Because I fucking love the fucking suits or the fires. Like, yeah. that's your passion, yeah. right? So for me, I'm like, ask myself, like, I remember when I was like 16, like, what's my passion? Like, what am I into? You know what I'm saying? Granted, like, I love basketball, mm-hmm. but I'm not passionate enough to, like, go through the shit that they go, they go through mm-hmm. for it. So I was just like, yo, what's my passion? Um, and it just always took me back to the same place. It was just like, it was just music. Like, I've just always been involved in music. And, you know, being an artist was like, obviously, every, every executive's thought. Yeah. Like, they always thought of a rapper. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But then when you get into it, you'd be like, nah, I'm not good. Like my my level of like <clears throat> taste and what I like what I like and how critical I am of myself. I'm like, nah, I'm not even gonna lie to myself and tell myself I'm good. You know what I'm saying like I gotta be able to enjoy Which myself. is a crazy thing to think about too. 
like to, to even have that amount of knowledge for yourself, especially as an artist. I mean, there's and awareness. Ton- and aw- that's, that's what I'm saying. That awareness, like artists will go decades knowing they're, they're not really going to take it there. Right. But won't admit that to themselves. Right. To even do that. That takes like a lot of courage. Nushi talks about kind of just that moment where you're standing in the mirror and you only you can talk to yourself. You can't right. lie to yourself. If you ever actually try to like apply that, it's very fucking hard. Oh, that's one of the hardest moments. I actually did that at 20, <sighs> at 20 years oh, really? old. I looked in the mirror um, and I went through everything that was uncomfortable about myself. And that shit was like a tearing moment oh. where you just go down the line and you look at yourself and you can't look away. You look at yourself and, and you and go you can, down to everything. You can't everything convince yourself otherwise. Otherwise, because you know it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who are you lying to? You're not, you're not getting no away, one is yeah. you're not getting away from anybody. You feel like, me? They believe me. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, for me, it's just like, it's not even about being an artist or being executive or being whatever it is, right? You know, like, I guess it kind of brings us, us to back to the main point was, is the journey. Yeah. Right. It brings you back to the journey and understanding that, you know, like understanding that life and the journey equates pivots. Absolutely. Right. You're not going to go on the same path and expect that path to get you what you want. Right? Absolutely. You're going to go. You're going to hit a wall. What are you going to do after that wall? You learn from that wall. Yeah. All right. Bet. We're going back 60 miles an hour. Are you going to make this fucking right? Yeah. And get away from the wall or are you going to yeah. just keep going? You know what I'm saying? And like what happens is when people quit is that they're tired of pivoting. Mm. But why are you tired of pivoting? Like the most successful people, all they do is pivot yeah. all at day. all times. Like all what the fuck? Like so many people are scared to pivot because of what it seems like to the outside. Yeah. Cause it right. seems like the perception of it, it seems like they're changing up Yeah, or like, you know, like they're not being as successful as like they should be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, and for me, like competition is important and to compare yourself to like other people around you is definitely important because it's a fire that you definitely do need, but it's not the end all be all because like everything works in time. Absolutely. You know, like there was a lot of times where like, you know, I felt like that, like the, whatever artist I worked with should have got a record deal. And I'm like, damn, if we looking back at it, like if I would have got that artist a record deal, I would have fumbled that and failed. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's all in timing and it's just like the work is going to meet the time. For sure. And how, it's the experiences. Yeah. How long did it take um, of you pursuing uh, yourself being an artist to the point where you're like, no, it's not for me? No, oh, two months. Yeah. Oh, it's quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's quick. And, yeah, and, no, yeah, like, yeah. No, and, no, and no. with that, that's brilliant. I, oh. I, want, I want to ask you this. I love it, yeah. yeah. For somebody that... that <coughs> had such a strong sense of self-awareness early on, mm-hmm. right? And a sense of, I guess, more so being comfortable with who you were and just like being able to aspire. Mm-hmm. What, was, what was your squad like, like in your youth, like middle school and high school? Like what were the, like who'd you surround yourself with? Because oh, this I, is good. Because I feel like somebody like yourself. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Let me tell you why this is amazing. Because I always have this conversation with my girls, just like, her name is Alicia. I gotta stop seeing my girl because like she has like a whole identity. <laughs> um, but yo, in high school, and, and and I understand my parents so much because from the direction and the path that looks like, oh, like, he's going nowhere fast. Mm. He's going nowhere so fast that like we're not gonna be able to even calculate it, right? And that's their perception uh, of you. Yeah, 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 because of who I wow, who I hung around. 
it was a bunch of when I'm looking, I'm like, yo, mom, like, get off, like, chill, like, that's those are my friends, da 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 da. Like, but nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I look back at it, I only had like maybe one or two good friends out of like a 10 solid pack, mm. you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, you know, like, no aspirations and no goals and like, you know, always want to find an easy way out, yeah. never want to actually work. And, you know, it's funny because it's like in high school, you just get in that in that zone of like trying to find like trying to be accepted and trying Absolutely. to find like, you know, like your your path or whatever it is. You know, like I related to one of the, one of um, he's actually one of my favorite comedians, Gerard Carmichael. He, uh, in one of his stand ups, he was like, he's yo, incredible. like he was. Yeah, he's amazing. Because like, yeah. I love that dry humor. Yeah, yes. love dry yes. humor. Right? It's yes. my favorite yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, and like he's like he's like um, one of uh one time he was in class and one of his teachers walked up to him and I guess he lived in the projects or whatever and like one of the teachers that walked up to him he's like, you're not like the others. Wow. Right? And it was just like, and it was just like, that's how I always felt with my friends. Got right? It. Because it was just like, yeah, I was with them and like, you know, for us, like when we were in high school, like the, the only motive was like girls and like, yeah. and like who dresses well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, all right, cool. Like I love clothes and like I'm good at it naturally because of my mom. Like, you know, that's that's her gift that she gave to me. Yeah. You know, but um but I I always knew. I always knew we just not the same. Mm. Like the music we listened to wasn't the same. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? Like they were they were on like no offense, but like I do appreciate him. Like they were on Lil Boosie and I was on Jay Z and Kanye. Got you know what I'm it. saying? It was just like that level of like introspective thought. Absolutely. I remember being in the back of the bus, like trying to defend why Jay Z is greater than T I. Like I like, imagine wow. that conversation, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that conversation. You guys have to have the like, up while I'm having that conversation. There, I'm like, Yo, did y'all hear Blueprint? He's like, did you hear Ti versus Tip? And I'm just like, what the fuck this is, is the going on? Let me ask you not again: Did you hear Blueprint for real? And it's just like, nah. And it's are just we like, are we in different universes right now? And I, exactly right. And and but like always, just knowing that underlining like. Underlining, knowing that yo, like we're just we're just different. Absolutely. We're just different, and we, that's just how life is, and that's just like the cards that were dealt. And you know, like like I said, it was just what we had in common at that time was, like I said, just dressing well and girls, like yeah. you know, and like and being popular, like you know, like that's just what it was. What was the culture like at that time, like in high school? Because I feel like high school is very formative, formative from the standpoint of like we start to gain a little more confidence in our being. We start to ask more serious questions of ourselves and of the world. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like Atlanta, especially now, is like the hotbed. And it was as well, like with the organized noise time. Mm -hmm. and all. Like It's always been mm -hmm. a cultural epicenter for, for mm -hmm. just like great music mm -hmm. and great artistry. Mm -hmm. um, what was that culture like during that time? And how did it impact you during that time and like form... I guess kind of like your wants, your aspirations, your desires. Um, well, it's like, and I said it's two part because part of my time wasn't just in Atlanta. Part of my time was in Ghana. Oh wow! Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. When? Yeah, like, oh, wow. like kind of like back and forth, kind of like like that type of situation because really, it was like, yeah, because you gotta understand like African parents really believe in discipline, and they believe that American kids just don't fuck with discipline, mm. and I I do get it. You know what I'm saying? Because like. The immigrant mind state? Absolutely. Bro, it's really school, nurse, doctor, lawyer. Mm -hmm. And how do you follow rules? How do you not follow rules? And that just defines who you are. 
Mm-hmm. It's either you follow rules or you don't. And if you don't, you're a hoodlum. And if you do, you're a star. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not, not even a star. You're, you're a just, good you're, boy. You're, you're, just, you're just a good boy. Like, <laughs> my son is a good boy. You feel me? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like, so for me, it's just like having the balance of like understanding like how bad it can get by seeing a third world country. What was that like? Like back and forth? What was that? Take us through that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, I can't. I, 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 really, I physically can't. I can never explain that to anybody, right? Wow. You know, like there was a time, you know, there was, there was a time in my life where in middle school, you know, because like going back and forth in middle school, um, my accent wasn't purely American. It was like a mix of the two. Oh. Right? Because it was just like that identity of like trying to find like, you know what I'm saying? Like just that back and forth. So it was just like, in school, people will almost make you feel weird from being from Africa. Absolutely. Right? It was just like this thing. You're so different. Yeah, it was just like, it was just like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not really, you're not one. You're mm-hmm. not the one. So in my head, my head, my goal at that point in middle school, sixth grade, I was like, I got to show them I'm the one. I got to be, against, I'm, I'm already against all odds. Five standing, standing, standing strong at four foot nine, however tall I was at the time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Standing tall, four foot nine, yeah. straight, straight Caesar. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, cool. I'm like, none of these gods just have what I have. I don't know what I have, but in my head, I just believed in you myself. That Muggsy Bowes. You know confidence. what I'm saying? I, I, I believed in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To where I was just like, I just be in the streets. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not in the streets, but I be in school and like, and like, you know, like, all, for 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 all intensive purposes, like, yeah. you know, like. All the girls be like, yo, like he's so cute, da da da, and like, bong, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like all the homies, like, yeah, like his his swag, you know what I'm saying? So like, that was my mission. It's like, how can I, how can I get to the top of that, like mm, that yeah. pyramid? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like being like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, you know, like so now like I conquered that like by like middle of seventh grade. It mm-hmm. took me sixth and middle of seventh grade mm-hmm. to where I was like, all right, cool. Like all the eighth graders, like like I fuck with all of them, and, like they all fuck with me. Like now that's the vibe. Yeah. And um. And um, and I'm 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 at a constant place where like I got the protection from like the big homies. Yeah, you know, they don't fuck with me. Yeah, you're you know building that like, network. I'm out. building there that. I'm building yeah. that vibe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, um, I forgot what the question was. I don't even know. <coughs> no, no, it started with the Ghana back and forth. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. The accent. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, how no, but, how was that? Right, right. No, but like naturally, like that just shows like, see, that's the beautiful thing because. Whether it was a teacher or whether it was just your experience is telling you, like, I need to be great. And if you slight me, like, I'm going to figure out how to. Yeah, like, no, I don't up. fuck with me. Like, because, like, even even being able to, like, have that in middle school. Right. Like, that's executive mentality. Right, right. You feel me? All right, cool. Like, I got the I'm laced up. I got I got the I got the clothes. I'm going to look the part. This, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm gonna play sports to the maximum, right? right? And yeah, I'm a hoop. I'm a yeah, hoop. Cause yeah. that's what y'all want, right? Yeah. I'm a hoop. Y'all, 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 want, y'all want, want the great y'all. me? Can y'all handle the I great bet. me? I don't I know. Bet. I bet. Yeah. You and then me? you had the eighth graders that like you. You had every echelon. Right. It was literally like just right. like delegated. No, it was, that's exactly what it was. It's like, and for me, cause like obviously, like naturally, you know, like not being. A tall figure, yeah. like a, you know, like a figure of like height. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like naturally, naturally, my life was spent thinking. Yeah. And how to outthink because mm. that's something that was intangible. Like mm. you couldn't tell mm. me that I couldn't think better than you because I wasn't as tall as you. Yeah. You can you could not pick me 
on the team because I'm not as tall as you, and it's clear that's a physical attribute. Yeah. But nah, you're not a, you're not gonna think me, and I'm gonna figure out this pyramid scheme mm. because a pyramid scheme is like I'm naturally good at school because I'm smart, yeah. and all my teachers fuck with me, so I'm, I don't get in trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm cute enough to where all the girls think I'm cute. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, cool. Like I'm I'm good there. Yeah. Like leave that guy alone. Yeah. And I'm fresh enough to where it's like, I bet. You know what I'm saying? Like he got some taste. Little homie got some taste. Yeah. And then it's just like. And then you mix it in, you mix it all in with the like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like on everything first, like all the new shit, all the new artists first. It's like, yo, like Lil Homie is cool. Yeah. And then it's on the fact that like Lil Homie got heart. You mm. know what I'm saying? You put him on a block, like Lil Homie, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's there. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's just like, I figured out like, I try to figure out like from the top, middle, bottom to where like I was just good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that was like, that was what I was after at that moment. You know what I'm saying? And like, got you. Yeah. So like, that was my conquer to like, trying to find out trying to figure out what completes me in that moment you know mm. what i'm saying and i feel like that's kind of like my training for now absolutely you know, trying to understand like you know where you fit in because like in order to know where you're going you have to know where you are yeah so just understand where you fit in so like that just like fast forwards it to now to where like now i'm just like trying to figure out like you know what it is my goals were what it is that i set out to be mm. what it is that I set out to do that i do that i accomplish and where i am at you know what i'm saying what position i am in like cool like now let me look at the pyramid of like the the, the, the spectrum of the field that I'm in, like yeah. what what do I feel? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like what's missing? You know what I'm saying? Like and the reasons why I want to even do this podcast because like you know like we um we took a vacation to Tulum. Um, How is it by the way? It was amazing. It, it was looked incredible. incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. I didn't I didn't get as much footage as I wanted to because I just suck at footage. I feel you. Um, but um, charge it to just sinking, uh, soaking it all in. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we did that and um. And like I remember one night we were in the car. It was New Year's Eve night. Oh my God, it was an incredible night. We were just like on one. Yeah. And just like super high off life. Yeah. And I was just telling I was telling Alicia, I was like, yo, like, it's funny because like I almost forgot, start to forget why and why I love this so much and why and what drove me to do whatever it is that I'm doing. And I'm like, all right, cool, I gotta restructure this whole thing. I got to look back at it and restructure this whole thing. I'm like, yo, I have to do what people like Russell and people like Puff did for me, like, which is inspire Absolutely. younger people or yeah. people that not even, not even younger people, yeah. whatever, just anybody. And just, I have to do that. I'm like, yo, I've been too quiet. Like, you know, like, and not to say like, I need to be loud or I deserve yeah. to be loud, but it's just like, fuck it. It's, like, it's let also, me just start to communicate. It's you know also timing, right? right? Because even when, when we kind of spoke about, you know, people coming up to us and being like, yo, I'm a fan, all this and that and the other. This is the beauty of it. And, and you know what's crazy? Like, this is really what got us thinking about doing this podcast mm. is because I'd be talking to some of my homies that are very, like, incredibly talented, amazing artists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a relationship with them in which we can sit there and I can ask questions mm. and we can talk about depths beyond the right, surface, right? right. right? And it got me thinking, I was like, bro, imagine if your biggest fans could hear this. Right. Because in the normal run of the world, nobody's really going to get to be able to get that close mm -hmm. to you or have that rapport with you mm -hmm. to be able to have you even open up, mm -hmm. right? And so many times, whether it's an artist, whether it's an executive, anybody that's inspired by somebody, we don't we don't have the ability to build a rapport with somebody right. and to ask these types of questions. So when we're able to give it out, right. right, it's in moments like these 
where it's like, look, if you want to know a little deeper, mm-hmm. you'll hear it in, in times like right. these, right. as opposed to meeting somebody at a concert. Like, your biggest fan may want to tell you all in the world and all that, but you may not have time for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not to say that you don't want to give it to them, mm-hmm. but it's just that it's not the right time in the right place. Right. I mean, it's, it's timing. It's just like, you know, first time I ever met Russell Simmons was like, um, um, I was leaving Hot 8 Yoga. It was like a hot yoga situation mm-hmm. on Wilshire. Yeah. Um, and um, no, I wasn't leaving. I was in the class. And the class had started. It was like 15 minutes in. And like Russell had walked in. And I'm like in the middle of like, all right, cool. It's lit. Like, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Over cool. there, like, Whatever. Just like stretching. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool. Like, yeah. like my guy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So <laughs> class finished. Obviously, you stand out because you're the only black man in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, cool. So class finished. And, you know. Um, you know, I just I run down on him I'm like, yo, like da da da, like this is who I am, who I do, what I do da da. He's like, oh, it's dope, whatever. Like life keeps moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, full circle. You know, I meet him again, um, via my friend Amir. Um, Abasi. Yeah, blame the label. Yeah, 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 that's my brother. yeah, yeah. So I, I, I meet him through there, and like that was a whole different experience. It's like it's all in time, and like him, his embracement, and like. Me knowing the Russell that I see on TV yeah. to uh, to seeing in a real life as versus when we're at yoga that was completely different. It was just like I don't know this random ass kid like yeah. you know what I'm saying? like right, it's right, like right. it's, it's a not that yeah it's just yeah. not that vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. completely different and that was that was huge for me. Um, and same 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 time even like when I met uh, when I uh, met Jimmy Iovine um, recently. Um, How was that? Uh, it was incredible, um, but. First time I met him was at the St. Laurent store mm. on, um, what was it? What's, what's that street called? Where, Rodeo. Rodeo. Yeah. St. Laurent store um, there. And um, and I met him there and he was, hey, you know, it was like, whatever. And then like you meet him again, fast forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, in different contexts. In a different, different context. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm in his house, um, you know, like super like intimate as me, my two partners, and um, Larry Jackson and... Um, <sighs> Um, uh, fuck, he's gonna kill me. But just for the sake of moving on, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so it was it was it was incredible. But yeah, like the context, the timing, and everything is important. I wish I could like be in every different situation to run down on every kid and tell them what they need to do, what they don't need to do. Yeah. You know, it just is what it is. I mean, going with that though, like in learning about the kind of person you are it seems you've you've kind of like you have this huge belief in yourself of overcoming these things right whether it's proving yourself to to the older kids or the kids in your grader or mm. becoming you what about the times when you you're not feeling that full belief in yourself like there's were there times where you're like you struggled with that and how did you actually overcome that whether it was like an insecurity or whether it was something that even like talking about the Russell moment, it was like something didn't meet your expectations, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I think in those moments, you know, I, I like to dive into those just because mm-hmm. that's when you're kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily a darker place. It's just like you either got to dig deeper or you got to start think, di- thinking differently. I mean, growth or, comes from overcoming. Or, or yeah, that's, that's when you when you pivot or. Yeah, no, that's, that's, every, that's every day. I mean, like for me, it's just like every day you wake up not knowing if you're good enough. You know, mm. because you 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 might you know what I'm saying like you might look up and you're like fuck all right cool like why is that person getting those things or why is that person getting those mm-hmm. things 
and you know the first the first thing to do is blame everything and everybody around you and Absolutely. not yourself yeah. and for me what i believe is is, is accountability you know like mm-hmm. accountability the hardest thing to do is look within yourself no i mean that, that it's everything because nobody's in control of anything besides me Absolutely. You know, as far as my surroundings, if I don't like anything, I'm going to change it. Yeah. If I do like something, I'm going to change it. So it's just like accountability. So like, yeah, I have those moments a lot, you know, a lot all the time, you know, yeah. like we're like, damn, like, fuck, I'm not feeling myself today. I'm not on my like regular justice juice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, like when, when I get down in those moments, you know, like only thing I can do or, or will do is just like, it's just understand. It's just like, shit, I'm at least I'm not flipping burgers at Hardee's. Mm, you know what I'm saying or just like how lucky I am you know what I'm saying to like even have a situation to even like move or ascend yeah right there is there's a kid right now in the middle of Indonesia that has no opportunity facts legitimately can't even ascend even if they wanted to factual like just because of life yeah and for me I'm in the opportunity to where it's that like Fuck your feelings, my boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck your feelings. You're yeah. in a situation where you can make anything yeah. happen. Like, bro, like, I've seen some shit where random ass kid will be on fucking Instagram and just do something cool and that becomes a thing and now they become a millionaire. Anything mm-hmm. is possible. Mm-hmm. Anything is. Anything's possible, especially in this Western civilization. Especially. Especially. I here. mean, look, a kid, like, we don't have choices of where we're right. born. Right. Right. And like you, you gain that insight, like in being in Ghana. Like I gain mm-hmm. that insight in being in Iran. Right? There's kids that are born into Syria. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like anything is possible. It's out not here. like this is literally the land of opportunity exactly. because we're able to do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's not bombs coming through and no. there's not like complete oppression right. going on. Right. You know what I'm I saying? mean, no, no, it's complete oppression the, the, for there, sure. There for is, sure. but but like from the standpoint of like ideals right. and and making something happen for yourself mm-hmm. the limitations are far less out here for right? sure because in a bigger scope yeah i mean cuz i mean in the grand scheme of things i mean it's a capitalist society yeah so with that mentality in yeah. itself if you're able to game the situation and play enough chess yeah. you'll be able to figure out how to get to that time it's literally we want you to win because when you win we win exactly you know what i'm saying so it's just like you know, like, I still have friends, you know, like, in third world countries that, like, will give anything for me to write an invite so they can just get a three-month visa just to come visit. Wow. You feel me? Like, yeah, it's just that yeah, level yeah. of realness. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, fuck your third world or your first world problems. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, if, what? okay, cool. Like, I'm bitching because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit didn't go my way or, like, yeah. that song didn't come out how I wanted it to come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. In the bigger scheme of things, it's Nah, pettiness. the bigger scheme of things is exactly. It's just, you like, it's being spoiled yeah. and being accustomed to, like, just, like, accustomed to things that I expect to happen for me. And, like, nah, like, in life, you realize that, like, nothing's expected. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You have to make things happen. And the things that are expected don't last. You know, like, that's just what I realized. Things that come easy really don't last. Factual. Um, so, yeah, no, like, I have those moments all the time, but I just really realize how fortunate I am and how lucky I am mm. to be an outlier, Yeah. you know? Um, and, yeah, bro, like, at 25, you know, at 25, so imagine, like, you have any kids? You have any kids? No. no. All right, cool. Like, imagine if you're born, if you're born eight years ago or nine years ago, you've grown up to the idea of having a black president. That's not even a foreign idea. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So now imagine when like there's a 60-year-old 
and they're fucking weeping for tears when Obama wins because it's like, bro, I didn't think that could even happen. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's just like, all right, cool. Like, now nah, I take that concept and I take that same ideal. And like, you know, like I fast forward into my situation. It's like, you know, like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I want to be rich and yeah, I want to have these things and yeah, I want to do all these things. But like, I, I'm actually in a place where I can do it. Yeah. Like, stop the, the bitching. Possibilities like, endless. stop the yeah. bitching. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop the bitching. Like, if it doesn't work and if it doesn't fail, oh, and I felt, oh, well, mm. do you know how great it is mm. in another country to still be able to work at McDonald's and still be able to have a roof over your head and clean water? Yeah. Like, oh, well, bro, fuck your first world problems, bro. Yeah. Like, mm. that shit is it's not real to me, right? Yeah, it's not yeah, real yeah. to me because, like, because, like, what are you really scared of? What are you really scared of? What is your actual fear? Like not living up to the expectations that people want from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or not living up to expectations that you want from yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. That's a fear. But at the end of the day, it's just like we got to fucking power through that shit because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if it means working at McDonald's or it means working at Walmart and having health care and making sure that I can still... My kids can still go to school because it's free public school, guys. Yeah. You can go to school every fucking day for yeah. free. Yeah. And that's a bus picks you up and then you get free lunch because you're less fortunate. Fuck out of here. I don't want to hear no excuses because Factual. that's not even real. You Facts. know what I'm saying? Like, and we get in that privileged mind state and like sometimes you got to snap yourself out of it and just like get right back on the grind. You feel me? Absolutely. I love that. So from coming, from being able to, you know, you had it within yourself that you wanted something bigger early. Mm-hmm. Even being able to say, like, look, I'm not going to go to college. Like, I'm not taking the SATs. Like, what, what's that about? I took the SATs. I took the SATs. I well, took the you, ACTs. You I want, cheated. Yeah, I feel that. I cheated. Respect. And I, I, I cheated with flying colors. I got a 30 that. I on my ATT. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect score is 35, guys. Perfect score is 35, and I cheated. I respect that. Yeah. Talk about chess. When did when did it start to to develop for you in in really wanting to to be a part of this music culture, and how did that really like gain momentum for you in the beginning? In the beginning, okay. Yeah. So happened. What happened was my favorite music is R and B or soul music or whatever mm. you want. Like anything that has to do with a fucking singing note and yeah. feelings. Yeah, it's my favorite music. That's today what I still listen to to this day. And when I was in high school. Um, I knew this girl. Her name was Ari, and Ari had a beautiful voice. And more importantly than her beautiful voice is she had a beautiful story mm. because that's what I like. I like stories. I like Incredible. being able to connect to a human and understand what their struggles are because we can all have struggles, and yours can be less or be- better or worse than mine. But there's so many similarities in them, and I related to her story so much. She was suicidal. Not I didn't relate to that part, but yeah. like, but she was suicidal. She was like, you know, like didn't have parents in her life. Mm-hmm. And like there was just like there was just like underlining thing that she had going on. I'm like, all right, cool. Anyways, so fast forward, high school. I'm in a high school, college comes, freshman year. I'm in school and I'm like, yo, fuck, this shit's trash, it's terrible, garbage. I'm only going to school because it's free. I got a fucking Hope Scholarship in Georgia. It's free. What, what school was it? Georgia State. Georgia State. It's in the middle of the city, so like at least I get best of both worlds, right? Yeah. Because for me, it was just like either go to Indiana University and do this finance degree and like go and work, go work on Wall Street. Thank God I didn't because Wall Street is trash now. Trash. Or 
you know, go to Georgia State and just, like, try and figure out what it is that you want to do because you're still going to be in the city and, like, be in a big environment, like, catch a vibe. Yeah. You feel me? So, like, that was why I was like, cool. So, like, according to chance, because I don't believe in, like, you know, coincidences, according to chance, like, you know, like, it's just, it was just going to take a little bit more of financial aid to go to university, Indiana University, because I yeah. really wanted to go there because I really want to be in finance school in my head, what I really wanted to do, but mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. So Georgia State just happened to be the option. Got but, it. but Georgia State taught me everything because it was like it was I was in the city. And anyways, my roommate, not my roommate, a guy that was down the hall from me and in college, you realize that like college is like higher learning so like all yeah. the cool kids in high school didn't actually make it to college yeah. so like you know what i'm saying so it's just like <laughs> Fact. so, true. so, Fact. so well said. Yeah, well said. yeah so like so being a cool kid in college you can pick them out really fast yeah. you like all right cool i know who's cool i know who's cool. I know, you know what i'm saying like i know who's lame you know what i'm saying like right, right. like off top and like true. and granted guys kids lame cool that shit's all a perception none of that shit's real for real anyways but anyways so for all t- intensive purposes of the story guy down the, down the hall that lived for me his name was kip kip's sister and i didn't know this at the, at the time he just had like he just had good clothes good supreme good hundreds like he was on that shit early you know what i'm saying i'm just like oh cool who's that guy like yeah, i was like i fuck with him he had the fucking uh he had the uh the bmw truck early and like mind you like this is college like wow bmw truck whiskey for playing in the five like you know what i'm saying like i'm like who's that guy you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> cool so anyways we related off some like all right cool like what a hoes that type shit, yeah. you know what I'm like that, just like that, that dumb shit. But anyways, so we relate off that, and then we ended up being cool. And finding out, like it was a secret of his, like you know, like yo, like my sister's Carrie Hilson. Mind you, just like at the time that Carrie was kind of like, got it, you know, like still popping, doing like doing her thing, killing it, and yeah. it's like it's a huge deal. Like yeah. oh shit, bro, your sister's Carrie Hilson. Like what the yeah. fuck, like damn, <laughs> bro, like she was huge at that exactly. time. Exactly, I'm like huge. I'm and like bro, she was writing. Bangers. Exactly. Bangers. Exactly. I'm like, bro, what the fuck you doing in Georgia State? Like, fuck you doing in school? He's like, you know, like, yeah, I gotta make it on my own. That like, and we ended up being cool, really cool. Um, and he didn't really bring anybody like around his family because he was like, he always felt that people always wanted to use him for what he had. Yeah. And um, I remember, uh, I remember one day he's like, we just got that cool. He was like, bro, like you really like are not. That's not what moves you. Like the clout, like the clout has never moved me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's never been a thing. It's really been a passion for like being in love with the culture and the music and like that. And he was just like, yo, my sister just like, she's, she's in Atlanta. She asked me to pull up to the studio. You want to come? Da-da-da. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, whatever. I'm going to pull up. So I pulled up and I remember instantly, like, you know, like me and Carrie just like had like a connection. She was just like, yo, like I fuck with that kid. Da-da-da. She obviously met like a couple of other friends. Yeah. She's like, yo, like, who's that guy? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And like, it would all, we would always keep a rapport. Like, you know, like I'll be like, we'll be hanging out and she'll FaceTime him and like, She'd be like, "How's justice to die?" Like, you like that type of vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was yeah. the vibe. Like, me and his mom got dumb cool. Like, his mom used to hit me when she had problems with him. Like, that type of vibe. Stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, and that was the vibe. Yeah. And um, I remember one day she invited us to the studio again, and um, and I met her manager, and I saw it in full circle, like what a manager actually does, because I was managing an artist, but I never really understood how it worked, because I was mm-hmm. managing that chick Ari. I never understood how it really worked. And I was like, "Oh, oh, okay, you do, you do, okay, you do that, you put that out." All right, cool. Like, bang, I got it. And then that was my first, like, taste of, like, I actually got a little bit of knowledge. So I'm falling in love with, like, whatever it is that I'm doing. Yeah. And um, and for me, it was, like, understanding that, like, it's going to take a village. So now, in my head, I'm like, how the fuck can I build a team? That was just my goal. How can I build a team? And mm. how can I build um, people that are going to be around this whole unit that can help and push this thing forward because mm. I believed in her so much. And 
the first person I met was my homie Carlin. And Carlin, at the time, he we didn't like each other because we're obviously both like about the same height. Oh, and um, and uh, on, on campus, you feel me? Like it's like it's that, it's that syndrome. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's that early syndrome. It's you think like, that you think that it's competition. Nah, it's, like, it's, a nah, it's competition. It's, it's like only one. It's only one, my boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's it. just like I love it. So at the time, at the t- at the time, you know, and Carlin will tell you this at the time, like you know, like like I always saw him around. We had mutual friends, and like yeah. he will always in his head beef with me because I was talking to a girl at the time that he kind of wanted and he was like yo I don't fuck with that kid I don't fuck with that kid you know what I'm saying that was the vibe and then one day we ended up being in the same room and he was just like bro like I fuck with you like actually like I really fuck with you and I was just like yeah bro I actually kind of fuck with you too I ain't fuck with your face for a second but like I fuck with you now fuck with you now and and um and you know like we just started hanging around each other and like he was like yo what are you doing and we just always we related and like yo fuck school like Fuck school! I'd rather die than living than like doing a nine to five. Like that was just the motto. Yeah, you know. And um, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, I feel you." That I die. Found out, you know, like he just like he was naturally an artist. Like he like just drew. Wow. Like he was just naturally like that creative. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and I was like, "Oh damn, you did that." He like graphic design. He was doing all these things. I'm like, "Damn, bro!" Like you know, like I'm working with this artist. That I die. He's like, "What the fuck you talking about? Like an artist?" I'm like, bro, like just like come on, like like let's just build this company. Yeah. And that was that. And then like I had a job at Nordstrom. I'm just gonna fast forward through this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, I had a job at Nordstrom. There was this guy. And mind you, like I'm just trying to like like I said, I'm just trying to like solidify my role in whatever it is that I see myself in. All the like, while just figuring it just out. Just figuring it out. Just like bumping heads. I was working at Nordstrom. Um, there was this guy that was um that was like uh I, I worked in the women's shoes department. And it was this guy that was the manager in the women's shoes department. His name was Sean. And um and Sean was um Sean was a rapper. And Sean was like, you know, like obviously you're like you're like, yo, like I fuck with you to die, you mad fly, that I would you do, did I die? And like, you know, I told him I I managed like, oh she's like oh shit, I rap. You know, I lied at the time. I was like, Yeah, you know, like I like, you know, I used to have an internship at Def Jam and da <laughs> Got to him off off top, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Struggling rapper vibe. He's like bong, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I got a kid that got the end, you know what I'm saying? All right, the cool. politician the, in you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's like, I right, bet. So like it wasn't it wasn't much but a couple of weeks he's like, Yo, can you be my manager? Mind you, like I was nineteen at the time, he was like twenty four. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's like, All right, cool, it's like whatever. So we figured it out. So, so so we figured it out, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So so now I had a roster. You know what I'm saying? I had Eric, I had Sean, it was go. me and Carlin. You know what I'm saying? It was like that was the vibe. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, I'm building a vibe, you feel me? Yeah. And um fast forward, um, Ari was starting to make waves, you know what I'm saying, locally. You know what I'm saying? Cause like it was just the mind of like Knowing what's popping, like yeah. putting out a, I put out a, we put out an EP that like I and art executive produced, like that was my love. I fell in love with like doing that with artists. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like going in and like finding the beats and like finding the theme and like that's what I love. Like building that story. Yeah, like, that's that's when I found like my real love in this shit. Yeah, and we did a project called Euphoria, and it was incredible for the time. You know, yeah, and the resources that we had. Yeah, but the stories in that was incredible because she always wanted to give me just bullshit, just like teeny ass stories. I'm like, nah, bro. Like the Dig first deeper. song, yeah, the first song was a song called Nothing, and like, and um, and the, the first line I remember in that song was like, if it wasn't for music, I wouldn't want to be nothing. I never felt like I was something. Mm. And it was just like a very, very dark, real story. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. and I was like, damn, I feel that. I relate to that. Yeah. But anyways. So we put out that project. It was doing well locally. And then, like, me again, politicking to now, fast forward, shout out to Tia. Um, she's now part of LVR and Gang. 
she was just like, yo, I fuck with you. Like, we just had the same, like, ear. Like, we listened to the same shit. And she went to Howard University. Mm. And um, and Howard University had this homecoming. Homecoming at Howard University is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I always used to, like, like me and T connect them. Like, I used to send her, like, the songs that, like, the, the artists I was working with, Aerie, because she liked Aerie. Yeah. And she was like, yo, fuck with Aerie. And then she had an opportunity. She was like, yo, Trey Songz is doing the R&B concert at the Howard Homecoming. I need an opener. I'm like, bomb. I wow. need air. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no budget. Cool. Yeah. Like, do high, we'll all, our, high, all our bread put it together bang, bang, bang. I'm like yo we, go, we gonna go to DC we gonna do this right yeah. I, said, I need a band I'm not gonna just play over a two track so I found a band thanks to Kip I was like yo Kip like you know a band that I died he's like yeah I knew this band that I went to Stone Mountain with etc cetera, etc cetera. like fast forward um, I ended up getting uh, I ended up meeting the band we were rehearsing for um, for uh, um, for the show and the guitar player in the band was a kid named Rory oh. wow yeah so stop uh, yeah bro so it's crazy stop bro. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> off top, damn, you know we're in this band and like yeah. I'm feeling myself because locally I'm hot. You I know feel what I'm you. Locally I'm, in, I'm like, <laughs> like, like I'm about to like I'm about to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like nigga, what you got? You know what I'm saying? And like and he's looking at me. He's like yo, like he's like yo, like obviously he's like he was like 15 at the time. He's like yo, like I really fuck with what you're doing. Da da da. Like I fuck with your vibe. I fuck with the vision. Um, I really want to. Um, I want to be. I want to be down. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm like, but you got this band, and like y'all, y'all are like y'all are like they were literally a band. Like yeah. they were called Hero the Band. I'm like a little. He's like, nah. Like, like I'm really trying to make it. And I'm like, oh wow. whatever. I'm like, oh whatever. He's like, he's like, I rap. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like spit something. So like, so we went outside and like he spat like this like <laughs> 400 fury of bars like yes. from, like like twisted like super fast. I think it was just like it was like fuck college. Like why well, I gotta die to college. Like, it was like that. Ab soul type rap, like yeah, wow. just super, super like and I, exactly. And I'm like 15, and I'm just, I'm on the same shit, but I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna say anything because like I said, I'm, I'm on my high horse. I'm yeah. myself, I ain't yeah. shit yet. Mind the time, you're a boss, Mind but you. you're also a thinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, so I'm just like, I'm just like, ah, uh, all right, cool, whatever. I'm like, so, any, yeah. so anyways, so anyways, Even after that, you're like, all right, bro. Yeah, so like he spits his he spits his vibe. I'm like, whatever. All right, I'm like, yo, take my number. You feel me? And um, and we'll figure it out. And naturally, you know, at 15 year, 15 year olds, like yeah. they weed themselves out. They're just naturally not gonna follow up. Nah, bro, he called me every single day. Oh wow. And um, and I remember I looked to the right. I was in my room one, not not in my room, my apartment, because we live in like a four bedroom apartment. It was like four roommates and some college shit. Yeah. And like my my homie Jihad, and I was I, I played him Rory, and it was like I played him this song. I, I can't remember what the song was. It was just like it was terrible. It was really bad, but. Um, his lyrics were amazing, right? His lyrics were amazing. It was just like, not because of his delivery, but what he was saying in his mind. And I just related to that. And I was just like, bro, like, you know, like we're the same person. Like he's a Gemini. Like we like, I get, I get his duality and I get what he's battling with internally. He just needs, he just needs a little direction and we'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, but like I was denying it for so long. I was like, nah, like I really believe in area. I really believe because I'm just that type of person. Like when yeah. I believe in something, I really believe in it. I'm like, yeah, like I don't really want to like sway myself and do anything. And and Jaha was like, well, how old is he? He's like, he's 15. He's like, bro, you stupid if you don't do it. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, bro, what you got to lose? And I'm like, you're right. Mm-hmm. He kept blowing me up every day. And finally, I was like, all right, cool, come to the studio. So like, it's my you. I used to work at Kip's basement, and um, he came to the studio, and he was rapping, and like he was so terrible, bro. <laughs> When I say he was so bad, he was so bad because like he had like this like little speech thing where like spit will get caught up in his mouth as he's rapping, oh. and I'm just like ill, and you yeah. can hear it in the fucking like in, in the track, and it was just like it would just be so bad, 
And I, I used to like it would used to irritate me so much. Like I used to, I got him a spit bucket. Stop. I'm like, yo, like as you're like rapping, just spit in this bucket, bro. Like you're literally spitting, and like and that was the vibe. And like I remember one day I was so frustrated. I was like, bro, am I wasting my time? Maybe I should just go back to school. And then like he just pulled out the guitar, you know, because he played the guitar, and he was just like, and he sung Andre 3000 prototype. And I was like. I'm like, yo, you have a tone there, my boy. Ooh. And I'm like, what is that? And he was like, yeah, you know, like I sing, but it's not cool. And I'm like, cool. I'm like, nigga, this gets you all the girls. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? He's just like, he's like, oh, okay, so you like that? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, cool. This is a song that I wrote. It was a song called Bloom. It's like an old record. And he played it, and I was like, oh, my God, bro. I'm like, bro, like, you're not the best singer, but like, you have a good enough tone yeah. where you can like hold a note and like whatever. And like, your songwriting is beautiful enough. I'm like, you're more talented at you that. Like the yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying like sprinkle, sprinkling a little mm-hmm. bit of spoken word, bang, or a little bit of rap, bang. He was like, you know what? All right, cool. I'm listening to you. Fast forward, he listened. That was God's whisper. Yeah, that song happened. Um, I got the song and I was like, oh shit, I'm not, <laughs> oh. I'm not, blo- I'm not gonna blow this, right? I'm not gonna blow, I'm not gonna blow this song. God, God's whisper. I was like, I bet this is right around the time after um, ASAP Rocky, Trinidad James, mm. um, that whole like yep. all, you, all you need is a video to go viral yep. yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that yep. moment? All, yep. you is a, all you need is a right all video you need, on YouTube yep. to go viral. Yep. Yep. I was like, I bet, perfect. What's the story? All right, I got a weird ass kid, not gonna go viral. <laughs> um, I got a left or center song, not gonna go viral. Okay, cool. What can I do? Um, we can make a we can make a visual that includes ASAP Rocky's peso, Trinidad James, all gold, everything, and Kid Cudi's um, a pursuit of happiness mm-hmm. and a little bit of uh, and a little bit of consciousness, and we got a fucking per- a fucking perfect blend. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know what that looked like visually, so the journey was not to find a videographer that shot it. And I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna just use a, rep- a regular rap videographer i need somebody that shoots short films yeah so i we searched three months for wow. a guy that shot three short months. films yeah yeah bro like i'm like i'm not gonna blow this i hear the song come yeah. on like i'm not yeah. tripping no. guys like yeah i hear the record no, like for sure. it's crazy yeah. you know no, what but I'm that's saying? dedication like, yeah it's like don't blow it like yeah. you got yeah. your chance don't blow it you know what i'm saying like all you as a manager all you ever ask for your artist is to give you one record that's all you ever ask it's all you ever ask all you could ever ask for if you fact. give me a record and it's an amazing record and I blow it, you suck. Yeah. Right? Or if you blow it or we blow it, we both suck together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, he was in a situation where like he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't have no bread. He didn't pull no bread. Yeah. So he couldn't call no shots. So it was all on my plate. Yeah. And cool. So I'm like, all right, cool. Team's still incomplete. I need somebody that's going to do PR. I'm in Atlanta. I know nobody at Complex. I know nobody at any of these places. Like, I need somebody. Fast forward, I meet my other partner now. His name is Sean. Oh, by the way, Sean had just walked away because he was like, yo, this shit's not working out. Anyways, <laughs> that's what happened there. But The first Sean left. The first Sean. The second first Sean, Sean left. Enter second, second Sean. Sean. I yeah. meet him through a homie of mine, Trayvon. Um, Trayvon also works with us. Shout out Trayvon. Um, and I meet Sean. And Sean, um, Sean worked for Shaka and Jeff at uh, DTP. Mm. And, um, and Sean, he didn't tell me this at the time, but he was broke. But he made it look good. He had a fucking, he had the Dodge Challenger. Wow. And it was just like he had an office, but he was really broke, but he made it look good. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? But I he had a DTP you. office. So he's like, yo, come meet me at DTP. And he was sitting at DTP, like behind the desk. And that <laughs> yeah. was the vibe. And I was like, oh shit, like, all right, cool. Similar he's lit. swagger. Yeah, 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 I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm like, cool. He's lit, whatever. So, anyways, 
ended up playing. I ended up playing him like a couple of Royce. I played him God's Whisper. I played him a couple of records, and he was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Whatever." Um, and that was that. And like we never, we never did anything else. And then like fast forward like a month later, yeah, hit me. He was like, "Yo, like you still working with that kid?" I'm like, "Yeah, bro. Like I'm actually like I actually like I think it's this record. Like I got I got it. Like I'm looking to put together the team that yeah. are down." And he was like, "All right, cool. Like I'm down." I'm like, "All right, cool. That's random, whatever." So Sean came aboard, and um, the most invaluable person in the squad, Junior. Um, Junior was my roommate through college the whole time. And me and Junior went to high school together. I didn't fuck with him because he always used to ask me for gas money, take me home. And I just didn't. I just didn't fuck with it. Cause <laughs> let me tell you why. Because it was like I. It was just like, like I. I literally lived a mile down the road from him, bro. You're going home anyways, bro. Just take me home. Why do you need <laughs> gas money, bro? Why do you need five? Uh, I didn't fuck with him, that bro. Shit ain't uh, even five. This shit ain't even five. I didn't fuck with him. I'm just like, bro, my guy. Like I really don't fuck with you. But anyways, we just ended up being cool, and it was just like. And, like, he just put me on a lot of shit, you know? He was, like, he put me on a lot of, like, new artists. And I was like, yo, we kind of have the same taste, taste, whatever. But um, I'm just kind of trying to introduce everybody in the yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sean and Tunde knew each other um, from throwing parties um, in high school. And um, they hated each other. There were rivalries. And they ended up figuring out that, yo, we can be better together. Mm. Um, and that was kind of the vibe. So we kind of formed the team. And, um, and, um, and uh, like I said, it was a three month journey. I spent three months of trying to find like the right, the right director. And his name was Andrew Donahoe. And like he shot a short film, and it was just like the, cin- the cinematography that I appreciated. And I was like, all right, cool. Like that's how it's gonna stand out from uh, all good everything or a peso, Absolutely. because that's chopped really fast. I need something that's smooth and beautiful and like, yeah. that jarring, but still having that same like yeah. the same vibe, you know. Mm. And like that Aesthetic was aesthetic and emotion. Yeah, so that was that. And like we shot that video and like. I remember when we shot that video, we didn't even put it out yet. Um, um, there was our attorney, Todd Rubenstein. Um, he sent it to I'm not even gonna name the company, but he sent it to the company and it was a it was a major it was a it was a label and um and they were like, Yo, like this is incredible that a die, like, I wanna sign it. And off the top, I'm like, nah. Cause like I already knew. I'm like, nah, if you want to sign yeah. it now, let's put it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We were getting ready to put it out. He was like, nah, 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 like quarter of a man, take it off the table. I'm like Court of a man? No, no, no. Let's keep rocking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like, and that was that. And I, I was like, all right, cool. And I was scared. Because it's like, if that video don't go, yeah. that, that, that shit goes down. That value, that evaluation goes down. If that what video don't go. What was going through your head? Like, what, 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 what were the, because dis- this is the beauty of it. What were the discussions with yourself at that moment? Oh, let's take that court of a man. Let's really? just go. Like, let's just take it. Let's just take it. Like, why not? Yeah. And then, and then you have that voice of reason. Like, nah, bro, you're stupid. If, if somebody, willing to if somebody's this, willing to offer you a quarter of a million, if you wait one more month, you will get a million. There's yeah. so many people that don't even have that. Like, when you when, when that much money is put up in front of you, when you have none, yeah, it's it's gotta be hard to walk away from. Right. You know? Yo, let me go on record by on the record, and I'm gonna just get on my like real grimy like New York moment. Get on, please, um, please. We had the Rory had the biggest deal. In time, in recent times, next to Fifty Cent, bang, mm. lit. I don't know. I think I, I, I think that was what it was. But lit. I don't know. Lit. Yeah, that was hype. Good hype machine. Facts. Yeah, it was good though. It was, it was, it was, it was an amazing journey that taught me a lot. Yeah. And um, it's kind of my shapings for today. You know. How 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 was it like? How have y'all grown together as a team and as a unit? Because um, that time was you putting it together. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And people have to just 
be willing to grow with one another. Yeah, How's yeah. that growth been for you guys? Um, being the the captain of the ship. It's just man, just like knowing each other's weaknesses. I think I think for us is like we're not trying to like down anybody. We're all trying to be lit. We all want to be hot. Yeah. So it's just like, um, okay. What's your weakness? What's your weakness? What's your weakness? What do you do best? What do you do best? What do you do best? All right, cool. Ride that path. I'm gonna ride this path. I'm gonna ride that path. And that's just it is. Don't get in my way. I'm not gonna get in your way. Mm. And we're gonna figure out how to work as a perfect five on five basketball team. Mm. And that's just what it is. Like how how the fuck can we beat the '92 Bulls? Like. We just need to figure that out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you be point guard, you be center, you be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the mentality, and that's the other mentality. And I feel like for us right now, it's just like, you know, expanding um, and like, you know, signing new artists and having new artists that we're working with is like finding that balance and like of, of how to still like figure out, you know, the duality because like, you know, like certain artists aren't making you money at the moment. For sure. You know, but certain artists are. So, how do you still like you know be equally as in tune because you can absolutely. easily absolutely easily neglect yeah. you know what I'm saying so it's just like you know like I'm just in that place where it's just like you know I'm super in tune with whatever it is that I am doing but in the same breath it's just like I'm in a place where I'm not gonna fight your progress because we're in different places so like for like artists that I have or artists that I work with I'm like yo at the end of the day like I'm not gonna expect you to think how I think or look at the world how I look at it because it was a it was like it was a process for me to get to where it is that I am yeah. and I'm not going to force your process either. So you have to, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do and you're going to bump your head. You need to bump your head. You can be as hard as you want or not hard as you want. You can do whatever it is that you want. Just know I'm here whenever yeah. you need me, whenever you want my advice, but I'm not going to do it with you. Got it. Right. And then like, damn, that's cold. I'm like, nah, it's not because it's your process. Yeah. It's your process. We're at different stages in life. Right. I don't need you to, make a record for me to eat. You know what I'm saying? We need each other to change each other's lives. Yeah. Let's just do that. You know what I'm saying? Let's Thanks. have that mutual respect. So mm-hmm. once you figure that out, I'm here to support it. You know what I'm saying? And and that's where I am, where I am at the moment. And um and I feel like trying to find the balance of both is tough because, you know, like I said, you can get lost in like, yo, like Absolutely. I'm just not gonna deal with that today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in the same breath, it's just like understanding what I love. And like that's my favorite part. It's like a new artist. Yeah. And making their first project with them or like making the project with them and like the first visuals and like trial and error and it's just like that's my favorite part you know yeah. it's 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 a lot it's a lot a lot of arguments a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of dichotomy a, a, not a lot of dichotomy a lot of push and pull yeah a lot of um it takes a supreme level of vulnerability to be able to get <laughs> wherever there is right i mean but but for me i mean for me, I always try to remind my artists that, like, nigga, this is your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's your life. And understand that if I'm here and I'm sacrificing my time and I'm, like, and I'm putting everything that I believe in and my resources to, like, put it behind your dream. Yeah. We have the same, we have the same goal. We have the same vision. If we're going to fight, that's cool and all, but, like, let's figure out how to, like, regroup. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, like, mm-hmm. and that's cool. Like, it's a part of the process. You're not supposed to see it how I see it. Yeah. And, like, a lot of times I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I'm right. A lot, it just, that just is how the fucking cookie crumbles. But in the same breath, it's just, like, you know, just, like, just don't take our time for granted. Yeah. You know, and your time, my time, and just, like, let's, like, really do something great because that's what I'm here to do. Facts. You know, who did you go to, or who do you go to for advice? For advice, yeah, because okay. it, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, when they say it's lonely at the top, right? Like, 
I'm not at the top, by the way. I'm a couple bad decisions away from like being back in Nordstrom. When I, one trillion. But when I say mm-hmm. at the top, I don't mean it based on like a level of, of, of how high something is. When you're when you're the chief or when you're the dreamer mm-hmm. or when you're the, the general, mm-hmm. right? You delegate. You also like see the world in a type of mm-hmm. way. You're also like so keen on every one of your team members, mm-hmm. you know, weaknesses, strengths, operations, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there comes a point where within all of us, I feel like, you know, we could be the body that is empathetic and gives so much to everybody else. But who do we, who do you, when I say that, who do you go to for advice? Who do you go to, to speak to somebody in the terrain of like on the, on, on the, on the business side, like mentors in the game and on the personal side, just like, who do you kind of talk to, to get that semblance of like humanity right right you know what i'm saying um that, that's an amazing question and let me tell you why because you know one thing about being in a business where it's like it's like a service business yeah um it's that like you said you're always servicing somebody else yeah right? and it's funny because like when you get into a into a space of entrepreneurship yeah and you can kind of control your own destiny and you get into a space of service where somebody else can kind of control your own destiny, although you're controlling your own destiny. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But you give a lot to somebody, right? And you give a lot to a lot of people. And it's one of those things to where people start to start to think that is expected mm-hmm. and it becomes thankless, right? Yeah. And that's like, that's like, that's when I'm at my lowest, right? When it's, it's like, hard. when it's very thankless, it's like you do something, you go out your, you go out your way, like, you're like, you know, like, I'm not even gonna speak on a certain artist, but like, I used to have like artists that like were just like, expect something so crazy where it's like yo it's not in the job description my boy like like i got 10 i got 10 dollars left in my bank account like why am i spending this five this six dollars on taco bell for you bro yeah like that's because like i believe yeah and i love what what we're doing and i love you as a human because like that's like my relationship with artists like i just have to like love you as a human and it's just like you know and like those moments sometimes just go like go unnoticed yeah and it's just like all right, cool, like, whatever, like, now, like, let let me, like, drop the ball on something that's just, like, going gonna explode on that, you know what I'm saying, it's like, all right, cool, I get that, fair enough, keep me on my square, but don't forget, don't forget all the time that I fucking put in, and, like, yeah. don't forget, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, don't forget those little things, and, like, it gets very thankless, you know, so, like, sometimes you do get in those low moments, and, like, you know, like, people that I do talk to, you know, um, honestly, like, I would love to say, like, you know, like, I talk to, like, these grandiose people, but that's not really my relationship because, like, yeah. my relationship with, like, people that I connect to is, like, is very, like, organic per se. And honestly, it's just, like, it's really Carlin, Sean, Amir, um, my girlfriend. And, like, that's really where I'm at with it. That's incredible. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, I just really just keep, like, a very, Close like. To home. Yeah, because, like, I'm, all, I'm also that type of person where it's just, like, I'm not that vulnerable. I know it's, it's kind of hard to tell in this fucking podcast, but, like. It's like something I've been working on for like a year. But like yeah. I'm not, I'm like very, I have like a super, super like wild shield. Um, so you can't really read me. Like I have a real poker face. So yeah, like that's like something that I've been like trying to like, I guess kind of overcome. But like, yeah, like I really keep like a super like entrusted small circle. Absolutely. Um, Junior as well. Like I really like have a small, small circle and like I just 
bounce bounce off when I do bounce off. But like a lot of times, you know, like I re- like I said, I'm I'm a thinker and like I spend a lot of my time thinking. Yeah. And like sometimes you get in your feelings, you get in your emotions, and you got to just realize that like stop taking it personal. Nothing is personal. Every time somebody does something to you, it's not for, it's not at you. It's for them. Absolutely. You know, it's not personal. Yeah. You know, nobody wakes up and says, I'm going to fuck that person over. It's like, you know, no. no. It's like, you know, how can yeah. I benefit myself? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Along this, uh, the journey of, of all that, I mean, you told <laughs> an amazing story and thank you for that. Just, just how all the pieces came together. I appreciate it. I, just, I thought I was mumbling and jumbling for it. No, it was, it's, it's fascinating because if you were, we cut you off. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we have. Um, but I, I talk to artists all the time. Uh-huh. I've been in the music industry for a long time yeah i think one of the things for a lot of artists is is and i'll bring it kind of into the i guess when you mentioned the expectation like when you get a manager or 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 anything or just being an artist sometimes there comes this entitlement especially especially when the money is not there right Right. and for so many artists they can say like man if i just had this money if i just got all i need is this money i'm popping off all i just need that advance and i'm popping off right um, obviously, that's not the case. No, it's not really the case. It's, it's far from it. Never case. It's within. Hundred percent. You have to understand. Like, it's like I hate to sound like a fucking Dalai Lama like book, but bro, but like that shit is so real because it's like, like I said, it's not so many times where I could told you where like I'm like, damn, why the fuck couldn't I get that deal? Like, no, if I'd have got that deal, I'd have blew it. I just yeah. wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Like you have to find that shit within, bro. And yes. like a lot of artists it's just all don't within. be ready. A lot of artists don't be ready. So it's yeah, just like it's like sit down and do your research, bro. Like do your <coughs> do your Googles, bro. Like I did my Googles. Like I I've accumulated enough of time. And I'm and for me, I just feel like I don't even know enough yet. You know what I'm saying? Like of just like learning and understanding and studying my craft. It's like, nah, bro, like Going deep, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 it's great, was, please. No, I mean, go ahead. No, 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 no. I mean, you're speaking <laughs> to the point, though. You're, yeah. You know, uh, it's just in speaking to those artists, that's right. what I was getting at in, in your perspective. Because in this industry where, you know, you can pop off, you can get your little advance, right. and you can feel real hot for a second, right. it's nothing. You might not even get it released, you know. Right. But it, it, it's uh, for a lot of artists coming in, they feel like that's how the game works. You right. can come in, let me get you know, a song, let me get my socials up, right, right. and let me get an advance, and, and, I'm, right. and I made it. Right, right. I believe there, there's got to be way before that a purpose to what you're doing, mm-hmm. and, and like you spoke on it, something within, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it takes a tremendous amount of patience, and you, I think you've got to play the long game, but in your, in your opinion, in speaking to those artists, I guess, how do you get through that kind of weird state where you're like, you know you've got a talent, You've, you've got a lot of belief in yourself. You've got mm-hmm. a team. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying your shit is good and you know you have really great content. Mm-hmm. But you're broke and it's hard. Mm-hmm. How do you... It, that's, that's the dichotomy to me. Mm-hmm. Is having really good content and everyone telling you, let's go. And knowing yeah. you're one away. And yeah. you don't even... You don't, you're, you're broke and you don't even want to work a job because you're right. like, I'm... But I'm, I'm hot. Close. I'm hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. That's that's real. Yeah, people feeling my shit. Yeah, yeah. How um, do you, how do you get through that? That that's a, like a very torturous time. I mean, I've, you I've don't you artists. don't get through that. You don't get through that. That's usually that's usually the tipping point. I think that's that ego check. Yeah. You know that is what you need. Like, how high is your record? But where are you staying? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. How much money you have in your bank account? Oh, okay, cool. How many people know your songs? Oh, all right. 
Yeah. Check your ego, bro. Yeah. You're not that hot. Facts. Like message, like you're not that hot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yet, yet, and that's cool because it's all temporary, right? Absolutely. So I mean, what I would tell to an artist, or what I would say to an artist, when like you know, like yo, like I'm hot, like you know, what I'm saying, like my music is fire, like what's going on, like what's wrong, da da da. And I'm like, all right, cool. You're playing from a you're playing from a losing standpoint yeah. because you are going in into it acting like this isn't chess. Yeah. And they're getting played by perception. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But why are you acting like this isn't chess though? Yeah. Like why are you acting like the music business is like free reign? Like anybody yeah. can get into this shit. Yeah. Like why are you acting like it's not something called the Illuminati where it's like literally like there's a barrier to this shit. Granted, yeah. shout out to the internet where like has like alleviate some of that pressure. For but sure. why are you acting like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got hot songs, my boy, but like What's going on? All right, cool. Let's 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 take a step back. Right, you dropped a video last week. Hot song. You feel like it's the hottest video of the summer. Like, yeah. oh, my shit about to blow up. Yeah. Nope. This yeah. shit gets 500 views. All right. What's wrong? I'm like, damn, bro. Like, what's going on, bro? Maybe, like, the right person ain't signed me. Or, like, I ain't got enough money to push it. Da, 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 da. It's like, no, bro. Mm. Take a step back. Yeah. Take a step back. Look at the process. Yeah. Look Put the camera start, this way. Look from start to finish. Look from start to finish. What's wrong? What's really wrong? Yeah. And you can sit there and be like, you know what? I like my songs. I like my song. I think the video's hot. Um, oh shit. But um, why do I care? Nobody cares. I can drop a mixtape right now, bro. I go to the studio right now, make 10 songs and drop a mixtape right now. What makes your mixtape special? Yeah. Why? Yeah, why? A lot of people don't ever answer the question why when yeah. it comes to music. Yeah. Why the fuck would I care yeah. about you dropping a hot tune? Why you? No matter what, your voice is not better than Adele. You don't write, you don't write better 16s than Kendrick. Yeah. And you don't have a better brand than Pharrell. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, why the fuck should I care? Mm -hmm. Tell me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or and show me. Show me. And artists always forget that piece. Yeah. You know, like artists are always, always putting out songs and putting out material. And it's like, bro, stop it. Let me tell you why you should stop it. Because you have on Spotify, they say there's 90,000 songs uploaded a week. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Fucking like. <laughs> Little Debbie snacks, I'm about to blow up tomorrow. Like, come on, bro. Like, for real. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. now you got these old heads upset at like the the Uzi verse of this world. It's like, no, bro. They're outshining you because you're failing to do what they do. They do well. Yeah. They're selling their why. It's not about their music. It's not about their music. It doesn't You've matter about the music. You've opted into who they are as a mm -hmm. human. Mm -hmm. No matter what, when Apple puts out a new iPhone, I go cop. Yeah. I go cop. Without fail. You know why? Because I fuck with Apple and I fuck with Steve Jobs. Yeah. That just is what it is, point blank, yeah. period. Yeah. Just is what it is. Facts. So no matter how trash this iPhone 10 is, because it's trash, <laughs> let me go on camera. <laughs> Zane Lowe, Carl Cherry, 
Larry Jackson, <laughs> iPhone 10, it's trash. Jimmy Ivy, it's trash. It's a trash phone. But no matter what, I got your back, bro. I yeah. still got Apple Music. I'm downloading. I'm yeah. on this shit. You yeah. feel me? Like that's just the vibe because like I'm buying into the why. Yeah. And a lot of new artists always forget to tell me why. Yeah. And they're like, yo, what's wrong? My shit's not blowing up. My shit's not blowing up. Bro, listen. So I work with an artist named Four, right? And I don't know if you guys probably don't know for it. You know for it? I do. You know for it? All right, yeah. cool, because you're just on your shit. Um, all right, so let me tell you about Four. Four is an artist from, he's an artist from Anaheim, mm. California, and he's like about 23 years old. And Four probably is richer than probably every single rapper you probably like. That's the kind of lifestyle he's living, right? Yeah. But let me tell you why. It's not because you know his music. Nobody yeah. knows him. Like that's that's his hump. Not his For hump real. is figuring out how to like translate into like pop culture and like mainstream and like and I believe he's gonna do it because he's that motivated and that in tune. Like he's my guy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's him. And he sells his he he sells his why. Like when you listen to his music, you listen to him, he sells yeah. his why, bro. Like he goes on tour and he does the tickets that your audio favorite artist can't do yeah. by himself, no blog pickup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's out here. Yeah. He has a brand called your call yours truly is a clothing line mm. on Black Friday. And like I'm sorry for it. Fuck it. Actually, you did a Forbes article. But in like in one day, he he fucking grossed four million dollars. Merch. Wild. Merch. Wow. It's printed. It says yours truly on there, bro. But that's because his why. People believe in it. Yes. He put out music every fucking other week. Videos on YouTube constantly. Like, I'm a dreamer. This is what I believe in. And people believe in it. People are going to relate to it. No matter what, to this day, I still buy two J. Cole albums every time they come out. You know why? Because J. Cole told me, when my album drops, you got to get one for the whip and one for the crib. Yeah. So that's just is what it is. And now I buy three because I got to get one my iPhone. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. And that's just what it is. And that's the why because like, yeah. that's what they sell. And like a lot of artists just don't. I don't know if that answers your question. But, 100%. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to bring up too that I wasn't going to let slide is um, you said you're two bad decisions away from being at the bottom. For sure. Um, get into that. You know why? Because... You know, people that I look up to and people that, like, I understand that do business is that, like, is that investing in yourself, right? You know, for as, from, from as many advances that I've got in my life, yeah. like, I shouldn't be a couple bad decisions away from being in Ocean. You know what I'm saying? But I'm always low on cash. Always low on cash. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't probably seen a commission check from any one of my artists. And mind you, we work on drawing black or, like, like. Boogie, like Lou, like you know what I'm saying? Like I haven't seen commission in a while. You know what I'm saying? We get that money and we put it right back into our business. Yeah. That just is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just where I'm at with it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I believe that if we be, if we build something sustainable enough, yes, that like in like three, four years I can have something that could You have to build the machine. Exactly. For it to crank. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that's just how I believe in like in like moving about business. You know what I'm saying? Like I I could have easily bought the car of my dreams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I also kind of think like, like, like you not? know a, a testament to you and and your upbringing is that seeing that from your father. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And seeing that from you know people around us in which we can be on top of the world and it could fall and it's merely a easily. series of decisions that take us down yeah. that road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And at the end of the day, bro, like in reality, the reality of things is the biggest wealth comes from within. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nothing externally can give you more happiness than you can attain within yourself. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, like, like for me, it's true influence, right? That's what I believe in, right? Yeah. It's true influence, meaning like true influence is being able, not like today, one of my artists doing some dumb shit because that's what they always do. They always do dumb shit and they're doing dumb shit. So I, so I call them and I'm like, what the fuck are you got going on? Like, what do you got going on? What what kind of decisions are you making right now? And yeah. how does this, how does this make sense for your family? Yeah. Right. And like, that's what I always, that's, that's always my, that's always my keys. Like, how does this make sense <laughs> for your family? When you take it that's, away from that's them. Just, that's that's just like, yeah, yeah, just like, come on, bro. Like, how does it make sense for your family? And like, and like they, they give you a bunch of reasons and I'm like, all right, cool. So now, now let me break this down to you, right? So, you as an artist, you're going to sit here and you're going to do all these things that has nothing to do with the overall picture. All right, cool. You have your own your own vibe. Now, I'm talking about real influences. I'm not going to sun you, right? I'm not going to get on the phone and be like, no, you're not doing this yeah. because I gave you this amount of money and yeah. like, you're going to do this. Yeah. That's not my vibe. Yeah. You're going to make, like I said, you're on your own path. Yeah. When it comes to this like life or this music shit, I'm on my path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I want you to be like, great. Be on your own path. I'm on my own path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't tell you how many times that like that people that I look up to be like, oh, you're doing that wrong, or you're gonna like, you're gonna regret that. And it's like, yeah, I probably am. And I am. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm on my path and I'm gonna learn that. I'm I'm gonna bump my head, I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna move forward. Cause that's just like how like, you know, like like dumb humans are. Like they don't just want to take advice and just like listen to the fuck ups that people already made. You feel yeah. me? No. Anyway, so I'm not gonna sun you. I'm like, I bet, like real influence. Like I'm a, I'm gonna put you in a position like, all right, cool, this is what you're going through. Let me solve that. Right? Because it's a monetary issue, right? Let me solve that. Or it's a resource issue, right? Let me solve that. Let me put you in position to like solve that. Yeah. Now what are you gonna do with that? Yeah. Right now, what? now, what are you really gonna do with that? And mm. that's when you judge a person's character. Mm. That's when you really judge a person's character. It's like, all right, cool. Like, it's not about their hardships or like their fucking things they're trying to get over. It's really about just trying to get a fix. It's all about a fix. Facts. When you realize, like, especially artists, it's all about a fix. It's just trying to figure out what high they're in yeah. at that moment. Mm. And, like for, for for right now, I want to be I want to be as lit as like as lit as or like as viral as all the SoundCloud artists. Mm. Okay, cool. You want to do that? All right, cool. And then the second, then like tomorrow is like, all right, cool. I want to be timeless. And it's like it's like all right, cool. It's like what's my fix today? Yeah. And it's just like that's how you judge an artist's character. And you know how to like really play into it, not play into it. But like I said, it's for, it's from a place of real influence, and for me, it's just like putting myself in position. Like 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 we have a studio we just built in Atlanta, and you know, it's there, right? I use somebody else's money to build it. Yeah. It's there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I use some of my money to build it. It's there. Yeah. Right? That's there. Yeah. Like yeah. for as long as music exists, somebody's always gonna need a studio. Hey, guess what? I'm never gonna need money, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not receiving it now from the studio because I'm still putting money into it. Yeah. But hey, guess what? I'm not going to need it in five years because somebody's always going to need a studio. Yeah. Right? Facts. It just is what it is. Like, like put yourself, put yourself in positions to have real influence yeah. mm -hmm. and not just like, you know, like I was on the way here and I was listening to Skepta and he was like, I'm not, I'm not one of the men that flex on Insta. I'm really out here trying to chop down, um, um, 
chopped on timber. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, that's 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 a hard line. You feel oh, me? Like, because he yeah. lives that life. Yeah, though. it's just like it is what it is. Like, let's just like. Let's just put let's put ourselves in a real position to like actually get away from the perceptions. Like, what are you really doing this for? Absolutely. You feel me? Um, yeah. What do you What are you most excited about? Looking, most excited looking about. to the future, right? Right. What are you most excited about? And like, I I I, I want it in the context of you know like there, there are times where, as high school seniors, the teacher has ex student like write a letter to themselves. Mm-hmm. In 10 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck the time, but like, if you could, you know, have a discussion with yourself, what are you most excited about and what are you aspiring towards for the future? Right. I'm aspiring towards self sufficiency, meaning like, I want to get in a position to where, like, with my whole team and everybody that has a relationship with me, whether it be my parents, significant others, business partners, partners, whatever it is in life, friends, that I can put them in a place of self-sufficiency, right? Meaning you can wake up tomorrow and just know that you don't need anybody to feed yourself, right? And that's where I'm at now. Like, you know, like I've spent my life trying to help people put themselves in this, like in a place of like being able to like fend for themselves. Cool. But what happens when like, that person doesn't want to record or doesn't want to go to the studio in the morning. It's just like, all right, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get money today. Mm. Like, what happens when a person doesn't want to play the show? All right, cool, there's less money I gotta get today. Like, cool. How can you put yourself in the mode of self sufficiency? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at like what we're gonna do this year, you know, as a company, as a brand, it's like now how to like break a company. Like, I'm trying to break LVRN. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just always been my vibe. Absolutely. My, my vibe is like I always promote the ones around me. Like. If you're not really helping me or like helping my situation, like I'm not gonna like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I never understood when I never understood when like you know like you know like like I'll see like people like like will have friends that like have like you know like startup businesses or whatever whatever, but like they'll be more inclined to like fuck with the shit that's already on. I'm like bro, like. Fuck with your own shit. Yes. Like, fuck with your own people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's real power. That's yeah. real influence. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, when you when it's actually connected. And, like, that's just, like, that's what I believe. And that's the mentality. I mean, if you read the 50, 50 Laws of Power. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that's, that's how you actually build it. You feel me? So, it's just, like, that's what I'm on. Like, I just want everybody else around me to, like, have a certain platform. Or not even a platform, but a certain way of, you know, like... Reaping the reaping what they saw, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like in a positive way. Incredible. Right. This has been an honor, though. This has been absolutely oh, bro, incredible. You, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I just look at his homies. I don't know what you're talking about. Honor. Like I just really just wanted. I to mean, get look, drunk, find an excuse to get drunk and like come <laughs> have a conversation. No, no, but, but this but, is but, an but honor that's the, for but real. But that's the appreciation of homies. You know right. what I'm saying? Like as friends, Thank as you, as brothers, like we should be able to appreciate one another Thank like you, that. You I appreciate that too. Yeah, for sure. For real. And what and what we say a lot on this, I think. You know, what makes a really great episode is is how uh, vulnerable the guests can get. Yeah. And uh, You're doing a damn good job and, of, like, you, opening that up. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't know. I guess some people You say, do have a fucking poker face, though. I'll bro, tell you that. Like You, you, you probably you, didn't like me first time you met me, right? No. I, I, to be <laughs> honest, bro, like, I appreciate you. <laughs> really? And I appreciate you. What was there for me not to, like... I, I look, probably was cold as shit. You were cold as shit, but was I expecting you to be warm? No. That's my shit. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like I right. wasn't expecting you to be any type of way. Right, right. It was just like, what's good? Right. Everybody's their own selves. Like right. I'm a, 
Like, I'm an introverted extrovert. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, right. I'll be in the club, and if I like to watch people. Right, right. And my boys will always be like, yo, you good, bro? You haven't said anything. Yeah. Right? Everybody expects the loud nushi. The, right. Like, the, everybody expects things of us, but, like, what is there for me not to like of you? I actually appreciated you. I right. actually was like, damn, this dude is the captain of a ship that I actually really fuck with. You know what I'm saying? You're working on artists and building foundations for artists that I truly fuck with. I don't need you to be like, yo, what's good, Noosh? I don't even know you, but like you here, like what's right, no. right, right. I feel like our expectations kind of get the best of us in yeah. that regard. Yeah. Damn, bro. That was that was a fucking real gem. Yeah. It's just like everybody always expects you to be what they want you to be in yeah. the figurement of their mind. It's fucked, bro. Like, like, literally, like... It's fucked. I actually took... And this is the beauty of this whole, like, full circle shit. I actually took your poker face comment and also your I'm working on being a little more open and vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. As full circle there. Because what I saw there was just a man about his business. Right. Right? What I gleaned, gained here, right, was so much more depth into right. that right and appreciation of that right you know right. what i'm saying nobody we don't all need to be like lovey-dovey all the time but the thing but is it, though it made like, me appreciate that it's funny and you know what it is and you know what it is like that's that's like that's actually my relationship with my friends and i realized that, that was my power recently um is <clears throat> everybody thinks i'm an asshole right like all my friends Word. right necessarily think i'm an asshole but the reason why they're my friends is because they love me. They love me and they, yeah. they adore me because once we get through that barrier, yeah. like I'm like super like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I'm like, I won't shut up. I, yeah. won't, I won't shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the vibe. So it's just like, it's just like, it's funny you say that because like for my friends is when I, when I give a compliment and when I say something nice, they take it so much to yeah, heart. A lot of value. Because it's just like, yo, yes. he doesn't like yeah. anything. He's so negative about everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? You That's make somebody's not... heart smile. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, um, and I realized that about myself the other day. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, maybe, maybe that is like what it is. Like, we're like, you know, just you can be a dick for a little bit and just give yeah. a compliment and maybe like it might it might mean something. I don't know. I mean, at the same time, like it's fitting of your position. Like you, you need to be, you need to be able to to, to weather the storms. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That that's that's where it's at. Like, yeah. It's 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 you're in a constant war. Right. Day in, day out. All right. Not only is it for your own life, not only is it for your partner's lives, mm -hmm. not only is it for your artist's lives. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're out here trying to get you know, the best of everybody mm -hmm. and the best of yourselves. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot to balance. Right, right. And in the midst of still trying to, like, satisfy my goals and myself and, like, exactly. and my self-worth. And, you know, like I said, like, it's, like, it gets very thankless. And, like, after a while, it gets very, 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 like, redundant. Where it's yeah. just like, all right, cool. Like, all right, cool. For like, real. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Like, do whatever it is that you want to do. And, you know, I'll do what I need to do. Yeah. But, you know. And like moving forward, like I said, like I said, it's just like it's like like I said, it's a moment of pivoting, right? Yeah. And it's just like, oh shit, yeah, I'm not about to be a manager forever. I am actually about to put myself in a little position of power or yeah. position of influence to where it's like, you know, like your success can definitely help me, help us, um, but it's not going to be the defining factor of my story. For sure. You know, and it's just like that's just where I'm at. With I'm just like, bro, like, you know, life's too short. 
life's just way too short for like for you to try to talk to me like shit that be over over glorify the babysitter and still do what you want me to do for you. Facts. You feel me? Facts. So I was just saying. Facts. For real. Yeah. Facts. Mama. Mama. But with that said, with your pivots from from listening to your journey from even as a kid, the belief in yourself, you know, building LVRN, building the team, and what you tell artists, you know, show me your why. Mm-hmm. What's your why? My why. Um, it's funny because I got into this argument with. It's funny because with the people that you said, who do I who do I look to to like talk to yeah. like advice? I got into the argument with people that I look to for advice with Sean and Amir, and Amir understood where I was coming from, but Sean didn't. And um, my why is generational wealth. That's always that's always what I've wanted, right? Um, and let me let me tell you why, because when I was fourteen and um, am I? My mom, um, my mom and my dad separated, and like I said, my dad lost a lot, a lot, yeah. and you know he was just like, hey, it just is what it was, and like, you know, I went with my mom and my little brother went with my mom, and my older brother he was in school, so like that was that, um, but it was just like, I saw a human right do things that I didn't even think was possible, mm. wow. meaning like, she was a nurse, and she worked. 12-hour shifts, six out of the seven days of the week, right? To barely make it. Yeah. Right? And I was just like, ew. The things that parents do. And I was just like, ew, this is gross. And you know what? And you know what? Your spoiled self, because myself at like seven or eight years old, will chime in and be like, oh, but like, why can't you just let me do this? Or why can't you give me this? Because I know you have it. Yeah. You're working every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just <laughs> like, real. and when I like turned, when I was like 15, and that, 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 that it switched, and I was like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Mm. I, I am dead ass sorry. Like, yeah. if I was running around thinking that you had some shit you didn't have, or if I was running around just like, <laughs> like thinking that like it was sweet when Obviously, it wasn't. I am sorry because this shit ain't no hoe. Yeah. So for me, I was just like, all right, cool. Like, how can I get myself in position to really figure out how to make sure that we can all live the luxury that I feel like life should be about is finding your passions and like things that you're happy about, you know? And like, not to say I don't want my kids or my, my family to work, but like, I want them to do things they want to do, yeah. not what they don't want to do. Um, but that's not my only why. My only why was a build, build, building something of meaning, you know, like, um, you know, it's funny because it's just like, why, why, do, why do we do this? Like the only thing we're promised is death, right? Like it's the only note that we have, mm-hmm. you know, when you're born, you know, you're going to die at some given time. Right. So it's just like, what's the point of even working hard to like potentially not even remember it? Like yeah. you might get reincarnated, you might not. And if you get reincarnated, you're not even not going to know that you built this. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is the point? Right. Absolutely. It's just like, just be a bum. Like, why not? Just like, just like fuck around and just do whatever the fuck you want to do. And just like couch her. <laughs> like, why not? You know what I'm saying? But you know, in the same breath, it's just like, no, nah, like, you know, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have like a certain amount of time that God like gave me or like, you know, so it's just like, let me just make the most of it. Like, you know, why not challenge myself and put myself through like obstacles and like build something of meaning 
build something that lasts. You know, like to this day, we still know who the Rockefellers are. We still know Absolutely. who, like you know, we still know who, like um, Howard Hughes is. We still know who, like you know, like they made an impact. Yeah, they made an impact. They 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 changed the world. And like for me, it's changed the world or die trying. Even if I don't change the world, like shit, like at least it was a fun run. I love it. You feel me? So it's just like, why not? It. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's my why. Is why not? Why not? Yeah. My brother, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been incredible. I'm super happy that we were able to do this um, and that you were, you know, so open with us. And at the end of the day, bro, this is the beauty of conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? If there's anything, bro, just conversate more amongst your peers, right. amongst one another. Where can people find you? Ha! <coughs> is that shameless plug that goes in? The shameless plug. Like, the uh, social shows the, just Yeah, nah, just, just as worse, cool pants. Um, and he does, by the way. Yeah, my pants are fired. Like one lot to you. Um yeah, Justice wears cool pants on on um on Insta. Um and um <clears throat> Justice of your on t- Twitter. And um and besides that, I mean shit. Yeah, I got my email. It's justice at LVRN.com. Like you know, I always give my email to whoever. Yeah. Email me. I check my email daily. That's what I do. Yeah. Um I always like zero it out. If I if you send me something and I see it. And, I mean, if you're saying something, I don't respond. I saw it. Yeah. I just probably just didn't fuck with it at the time. Absolutely. Or the time it just wasn't right. So, yeah. like, you know. But, hey, reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much yeah, for man, your time you for yeah, and man. your presence. Oh, bro, and your story, it. man. Oh, yeah. man. I'm, and to everybody I'm listening. Shout out to Casamigos. Yeah, shout, shout out to, to George Clooney. Shout out to George Clooney, really, for, like, putting together, like, such a beautiful drink. <laughs> for real. Um, and Rondé. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, know who Rondé is, but <laughs> sounds amazing. Um... Shout out to y'all for having Love. an incredible podcast. Um, when I first asked him what the podcast I listened to, I was like, "Oh, this is really dope! Like, why not?" You know what I'm saying? Like, let's like let's get it popping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's just like, you know, I appreciate people like you guys because you're giving um, other people um, a window into what matters to me the most. Like, Love. you know, you know how much I would have killed as a kid to like to hear my favorite people like yeah. speak. Yeah. You know, like, and not not just speak, because like, if you if you reflect on this whole conversation, it hasn't been about oh, what's black doing or what's yeah. next in the story or like yeah. what's drama doing. You know what I'm saying, I like, guess not been the vibe. You know what I'm yeah. saying, it's just been like, All right, how was cool. it working? With, yeah, you know what no. I'm saying, that's just trash. You know what I'm yeah. saying, that's just dumb trash. You yeah. know what I'm saying, like, like certain moments changed my life. You know what I'm saying, like when I heard fucking um, Steve Jobs. Um, Harvard, yeah, yeah, like that speech, like him, like certain things like that. I listen to my that life. every week. You like, feel me? Like yeah. it's just like certain things, like certain like little gems like that, and like, yeah. and I appreciate that. Like so, like that's the reason why, like I appreciate the internet so much because, like, in the podcast era, the YouTube era, where it's just like you can get unfiltered information, yeah. you know. And the um, landscape is vast, bro. It's unlimited. Yeah, it's yeah, infinite. Yeah. So I appreciate, I appreciate you guys, and um, keep doing it. And um, shit, I mean, I'm gonna like recommend as many people as I can to like Love. to stop by. Love. Um, it's been yeah. incredible. Yeah, bro. And for all y'all listening, reach out to us, reach out to Justice. We'd love to hear, you know, we'd love to hear from y'all. You know what I'm saying? And with that, call your mother, tell her you love her. You feel me? Oh, I still have to call my mom, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> so so maybe I'm gonna just send my mom this fucking link because she actually still doesn't know what I do. I'm gonna just send her this link and I'm gonna tell her, hey, mom, I'm moving to LA. This is my way to tell you right now on air. I love it. Just so you know. I love it. She still doesn't know. I this. love it. Right, Shout out to that queen that brought you into this world. Love her. Love. love.